All right, I'm going to introduce you. Let's roll. We're going to roll? Have some coffee. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the second episode of The Warm-Up. Uh, today, joining me is my good friend, Alcar Ruel. Uh, I've met him within the last year, and he's a, sick, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good man. He's a refugee. He's a Syrian. And he's going to tell us about his life today. Is that, a, is that a right entry? That's yeah. perfect. Is that right? Yeah, it's perfect, man. I feel like actually that was terrible. Nah, I think it's right. There's more to say, maybe. We'll find out. All right. Ooh. We'll find out if there's more to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're rolling. All right, let's go. Um, we've got to just start at the beginning. The very beginning. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be the number two. Yeah. <laughs> um, made it. Um, let's start at the beginning. So... Um, so tell us about like a bit of a background. Like your parents, you know, like start it with your parents, maybe. Start with my parents. Yeah, like amazing. All right, let's do that. You know what I mean? Like, where are your parents from? Like that shit. Well, we are. My parents are Assyrians, not Syrians. Assyrians, A double S. Um, and they are, they're born in Iraq, of course. And uh, my dad is a, used to be civil engineer, so a project manager, back home. Yeah. And mum used to be. An accountant until she got married, and then she became a housewife because that's what you do back home. Yeah, you got only one person working, and there's enough. And dad used to um, make enough money for yeah. uh, to support everyone. Um, no, nah, but like, okay, so like, yeah, what I feel like you're coming in now to this story. I'm already coming in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, tell us more about your parents, you know what I'm saying? Break it down. That was so quick, they deserve a little bit of a fucking mention here. I feel like. Fair enough. No, no, that's fair, fair point, but um, not sure what I can tell you exactly about them. I can tell yeah. you more about them now than, than back then because I don't really try and kind they of... Both, were they both born in Iraq? They were both born in Iraq. Yeah, I told yeah. you. So and they're both gr- born and in like Iraq. Your, the, your grandparents were born in Iraq and their grandparents? Well, that's... You're you know taking it too far. <laughs> Is it? Because, yeah, I'm going to lose track no, of... No, but I just want to know, like, how, like... Well, yeah, like, my, my parents were born in Iraq. My grandparents were born in Iraq. I okay, think well my great-grandparents were f- actually from... Um, different parts because of the, the the way that Syrian kind of community operates is that we kind of are scattered between Iraq, Iran, northern like Turkey and, and Syria, northern Syria. So um, there's different villages, right? So during the uh, during the Second World War, a lot of uh, genocides happened and a lot of migration yeah. and kind of crossing between borders so i can't tell you exact borders or exactly where my parents or my grand-grandparents from but i think one from turkey turkish area and one from more iran kind of side area and they kind of migrated to iraq because i was a bit safer and then the community grew but um that's so cool yeah Yeah, like like i didn't even really know the background of the assyrian people you know that's pretty interesting well that's many people would well that's a whole podcast for itself to go through all that yeah and um as much as i know i still don't know everything yeah because the history is so rich um full of i guess interesting stuff and also a lot of sad stuff a lot of genocides a lot of like yeah. part of the armenian and greek genocide where they're syrians as well yeah where millions of people got killed yeah um so that kind of sets up kind of the scene yes yeah, so that's a life podcast, is what you're saying huh that's a whole nother podcast. that's a whole nother podcast yeah we'll do yeah. one on that we'll do let's we should. you know what we're gonna do one on that we should we'll do it we'll be we'll be fine yeah, I'll need to do some more research and come prepared. Yeah, because I don't know all the facts. All right, so I need to make sure I'm equipped. All right, but let's do one. But we should. I'm not kidding. No, no, we'll do it. Like, I've got like three interesting people I know. You know what <laughs> I mean? 
I'm just gonna repeat the same three guests <laughs> over and over again. Oh man, that's getting um, fun. No, no, we'll do we'll do that. But that that I think needs a bit more um, of me actually doing the more research and, and kind of understanding, so I don't yeah yeah not speak no, facts yeah, yeah, yeah. and kind of yeah, go yeah. on a rant. But that kind of sets up the the kind of perspective for my parents. So again, even my parents back home, um, my grandparents as well, they're kind of already. In a, in a funny way, they were migrants as well, yeah. right? right? Which, that, is, that is which, so which is hilarious now that I'm thinking about it because yeah. I've never thought about it that way. Yeah. So they're already trying to set up their life there <laughs> and kind of build it up because that part of the world is so unstable and, yeah. and, and, and so much on. So um, Why has it always been so unstable? Because of oil. Yeah. The oil. All right. The oil, rich country, attracts so much drama, strategic location. Political agendas. That's another one. That's another one. Yeah, so you have so far <laughs> three podcasts on the roll. Uh, no, so my dad has like um, worked very hard. Um, my grandfather passed away when he was uh, youngish, I think around 50s or something. Again, I oh, don't really? exactly remember. Yeah, yeah, but so my dad was the eldest son. He kind of took, took care of the family. So, um, Abu Ruel. Abu Ruel. <laughs> that's look at you. That's good, eh? That's you. <laughs> good on you, man. Sometimes I just pull them out. I don't know where you get them. You know them. what I mean? I don't know where you get them. Like sometimes I just pull it out. Yeah. Yeah. Nature. Anyway, whatever. Going. Yeah. <laughs> Universe is just projecting energy. Anyway, go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So my dad kind of took care of the um, his family and like my uncles and aunties and and my grandmother. He worked. He was a civil engineer, so I was project manager. So that kind of. Um, Sets up the scene for, like, me, eventually. Uh, but, yeah, it was great. I used to go... Well, I'm already in the picture. Now I should pull myself out again. Um, no, like... If, I'm, we, if we need to come in, like, we need to come we in. We need to come in. We need to come in, I think. Right. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I used to be, like, a great project manager. I used to love going to work with him. He used to take me sometimes oh, to yeah? job sites. Yeah. yeah. You roll in, you see him, like... Um, talking to people and kind of solving problems and kind of doing all the stuff that you do on site. Yeah. And that just kind of um, gave me this ambition of being um, a civil engineer, actually, and kind of follow his footsteps. Really? Yeah, exactly. Both yeah. me and my brother kind of had the same um, understanding because, look, at home, back back there, there used to be, like, big maps. So he's got, like, on the dining table, rolled the plans. Uh, really? Yeah. The good old style. Yeah, yeah, that's so architecture cool. Architecture and, and engineering. So that has been like I've been exposed to that kind of uh, what do you call it? that kind of culture? Yeah, yeah. Um, since a young age. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was his that was his role in terms of just being the career. But also, he's been a great father and a great role model for me just to be yeah, nice. who I am today. He's uh, he's a great person. He great, kind heart, right? He's like <laughs> yeah. loves helping people yeah. and uh, great does as much as he can for the community as well. Which is great. So, um, it's kind of my dad. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And then mum is the same. Mum is just amazing as well. Yeah. She's spent a lot of time kind of investing into us. Yeah. To be honest, me, my brother and my sister, of course. So yeah, that's, um, that's kind of sets up the, the background. What's the background? Sets up the background. So we're still in Iraq here, right? Yeah. So we're still, we're still in Iraq. Iraq. Your brother's the firstborn. Yeah. Your brother gets born. Yeah. He's He's still in Iraq. You're born. Everyone's happy. Yeah, everyone's First happy. Yeah, yeah, everyone's happy. Yeah, you were him. born. Nah, yeah, not, not nah, as nah, happy, nah, but nah. they're, they're happy. still happy. They're yeah. still happy, but not as happy. And like then your sister's also born in Iraq. Yeah, Iraq. Okay, so cool. she, my sister gets my sister was born, and then um, uh, my sister um has Down syndrome. Yeah, I know. As yeah. I've told you before. Yeah. So um, that kind of sets up a different 
turn into the family. Everyone was still happy. Everyone yeah. loved her so much and everyone took extra care of her, of course. Yeah. And she's still spoiled till this day. So yeah. uh, <laughs> that kinds of yeah. that kind of I don't know if you want to talk about it, but I remember you telling me that she had like a, she had like a bit of a rough time in when you were living in Iraq. And it wasn't wasn't her, I think. I, I wasn't talking about her exactly. I was talking about gene- like generally people with disability would have a rough time back yeah. back home anyway. Oh, right, yeah. And back home, by refer back back home, it means like Middle East. Yeah, my bad. Did I say? Did I start that? The back no, home? I, mate, me too. I think I did that. That's all right. Really? Yeah, I, I do <laughs> yeah, that. This back is home. home, mate. This is my home. No, yeah. everywhere's my home. Yeah, that's hectic. But um, yeah, back home, I refer to Iraq, Syria, the place I lived. But um, yeah, it's very rough for them because um, what do you call it? Yeah, people don't treat them. No, well, like we were saying. Remember, I was like, like at my high school. You know, there's like special like uh, needs you know, school or like yeah, I don't know, I forget what it was called, but like you know, there was like you know, a few kids that needed extra attention, like some people with Down syndrome, autism and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so and, and that's and I told there you. There was like a little like yeah, like they had they they had there was like a learning center within the school or something. I don't know, but there wasn't. You said there didn't nothing. Like yeah, that. no, there was nothing like that back home. Well, there was probably some really private like private special schools that were designed for them, but they yeah. probably were kind of out of budget. Yeah. Way out of our league, probably. Um, and again, she was very young when we left Iraq, so we shouldn't get that chance in Iraq. She, um, so, all right, let's yeah, kind okay, of, yeah. so we'll, let's come, we'll come back to that. Yeah, like, we have to circle back, because we'll events happen within your yeah, life Yeah, and now. I'm, like, all over the place, so yeah, that's going to be fun right. to follow I up. I think, you know what, from the last podcast, people said, like, I feel like I'm still doing it, but whatever. Well, you I hope what? the listeners Deal have with a copy. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I'm having mine. No, like, it's just, like, I feel like, you know, people are like, you know, you cut it, you, you you're trying to, you know, you're cutting people, you're cutting people off mid sentence here. No, it's all right. Look, we're gonna, we're gonna try. You gonna try and keep. Yeah, me like on, I'm gonna try and keep you well. on track. I've been trying right. to do it, but I feel like I'm coming it's in the wrong right. angle. We're gonna have to. That's all right. We're gonna have to do it. We've got time. We've got plenty of time. So, um, let's kind of throw back to us to me moving out of Iraq or how what led to that. So we have any dates here. Sorry, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna throw some yeah, dates. Yeah. yeah. So in 2003, um, the Iraq or the American invasion happened against Iraq, and they kind of, um. Now let's start there. That's that was an interesting, that's interesting a pivotal moment. There's a pivotal moment in, <laughs> in my life because the story. Um, I remember everyone preparing and everyone getting really scared of what's coming, yeah, right? Because it's, it's war, man. It's it's, it's happening. <sighs> everyone's that stacking up on food. So pretty much what happened oh, these yeah, days. That's but except we didn't stack up on fucking toilet papers yeah. for some reason because so yeah, you don't need them. Tell me about that. Actually. <laughs> so do you remember that? I do remember that. I do remember that. I, the one vivid. Um, kind of memory I have of that it's me and my mom my brother and my dad kind of hiding underneath the, the staircase Whoa. while the American planes are flying and bombing the shit out of Baghdad Holy because we lived shit. in the capital yeah where, so you lived in Baghdad yeah we lived in Baghdad and 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 um so anyway I'll just get to that point in oh two seconds yeah, yeah 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 no like we're gonna get to that get point there in like 10 minutes yeah we got time so remembering people stacking up on things on food and um yeah, yeah. Different stuff and kind of making sure they have even they were they were making masks, homemade masks, because everyone was worried that peop that someone, each party, maybe American party or the other or Iraqi party, would use um would use their chemical weapons. So they were kinda of worried like about full that. Gas mask. Yeah. No not full gas masks. Like the mask we have nowadays, but really? they but they're putting like charcoal in it or something. There was like this whole like theory about how to protect your your yourself and kinda of close your windows and also the best thing you would do, you start taping the windows with an X mark. So in case of a blast, 
They don't shatter. They Are break. You kidding? They break look as at one this piece. Stuff that you know. Dude. Yeah, look, that's a fucking just trained mind. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Yeah. So, uh, remember, wow, remember people crazy. doing that, us doing that, getting ready. Um, then Bro, we, yeah, <laughs> getting ready for war. Getting ready for war. That's crazy. It's that is mind blowing. I thank God I have you on the pod. <laughs> This well, is, you're gonna hear so many more. Yeah, stuff. like slow it down. I am slowing down. Yeah, like, possible. like, so people are saving the food. Yeah, well, people went to the, the shops. Everything, everything, everything went like triple. Was everything like? Was it price. like Armageddon? Like people just running everywhere? Like, or was it still kind of people? Look, were no, chilled, no. To be honest, to be honest, this is one thing that I when I compare what happened the pandemic here to what happened uh, back home. People, well, people has, have been through different wars, but people didn't panic because of that sense of community, right? Yeah. So if you needed something, you could genuinely, genuinely go to your neighbors and ask them and they would, yeah. they would help you and they give you, right? Yeah. Well, here, it's a bit more um, each for themselves kind of thing. Wow. Exactly, right? Yeah. Well, at least, I don't know, that's a statement. Oh, that's how that's I how see feel, it. That's yeah. how I perceive it. But yeah, you still bought your own stuff. You went and got some rice, went and got some, um, I don't know, vegetables or whatever yeah. you could stack on. And again, very essential yeah. um, canned food, yeah. right? All the stuff, so you kind of you kind of getting ready, and I remember at night on the twentieth of March, if I if I remember correctly, that's when they attack. Ha- that the attack oh happens by God. the American forces, coalition, whatever you call them, coalition forces, and you can literally just hear the plane flying, and go, bro, and then <laughs> where where are you at this point? At home. What do you mean? We're at home. Like, in, in the basement? No, no, there's no fucking what? basement. Are you just watching TV in the living room? <laughs> no, no, we're not watching TV. I'm telling you, we're underneath the staircase. And that's what I'm going to oh, cover right, the staircase, yeah, right? We can come back to that. Because structurally, the staircase is um, structurally the strongest place in the house because if, any, if, if things fall, you want some sort of a structure on top of your head to kind of protect you. Because if, if the house collapse, right, the bricks will start falling. So if you're in an open space, you're going to... Copper yeah, brick I've or something. Heard doorways as well are pretty good. Yeah, because well, you've got the enforcement on it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, stairs. We were underneath the staircase. Yeah, like it does an engineer as well. Like yeah, it goes under the stairs. Under the stairs, yeah. go. But that was like a whole thing within the Iraq community. Everyone knew that. So, yeah, you hear the plane come. Yeah. And go, right? Just go by. And like, second later, go, boom. No. Blow, blast. No, the dude. house shakes. And so someone's just died there. Definitely. That is I would definitely say. So crazy. So they attack the first thing they attack, which is strategic of course, they attack um electricity grids and uh power points. Uh, power um Wow power so supplies. They did that. Yeah, so it goes pitch black. First oh couple of bombs God. pitch black. And now you've got candles. So you turn the candles on, whatever. Oh my god. Not a, not a romantic candles, I tell you that. Yeah, this is right? scary candles. This is scary candles. Oh my god. God, and the dude. house is shaking and people are just scared what well, general generally but i don't know about my family scared that someone might miss right what do you mean a missile might miss and instead of coming into a military zone it will land into a neighborhood okay yeah and so we'll wipe it off let's, let's explain that let's, let's explain because i don't know anything about that talk to me, so ask I, don't, me. I don't know like so how does that work dude there are military war zones and there are civilian zones. Well, not zones. Well, let's just say there is military bases, right? And they're going to try and attack that, quote unquote, uh, attack the military assets or military, uh, sorry, military assets. Yeah, they're going to attack the military assets. So while they're doing that, some of these military assets might be 
in pla- in some sort of a residential areas. Yeah. But again, close by because that's how the city works. It's a dense kind of yeah topography, and uh, people just live next to each other. So yeah, you get you get them attacking these things, but they might miss and they might come in the neighborhood. You never know, right? Or the defense, um, what do you call it? The defense mechanism might get triggered and go off. You never know what's gonna happen. Oh, yeah, Someone's yeah. <laughs> yeah. someone. You might just have a a bomb or a rocket just in your backyard or your front yard. You, you don't know. Insane. So that's what people were so scared of. Um, oh my god! Dude. That night I think was the craziest night. What what I vividly remember of that night is my mum holding my sister because my sister's like um, three-year-old, like two and a half, three. Oh She's god. holding her hand and my mum is yellow. Like, like just... Yellow. Face. Yellow. Scared. Praying. Oh my god. Everything you want. And I'm like, I know what's happening, but I'm not super aware because again, I'm what, like f- six years old? But you're still terrified. Yeah, I'm terrified, of course. But again, I don't know the seriousness of what's happening, but they know because they're the adults, right? Yeah. And um, eventually the night passes, which is great. The morning... You're all still under the staircase? You well, sleep there that night? Well, we kind of came out because you, you hear the... Oh, sorry. So when, when the plane come, you get the, 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 the siren. The siren goes off. The siren of, a, of an attack happening. So go... Oh, like throughout the city? Yeah, throughout the whole city. Mm. I don't know if you... Yeah. Oh. And it goes like crazy. And that's when you know there's an intrusion happening. So you go underneath a staircase. Yeah. So when that stopped, you kind of knew it was somewhat safe to come out. And yeah. I guess go go eat or do something or whatever you could do. If you could eat even. Um, oh my God, dude. But I guess I guess that night is over. And pretty much after that night, um, I, I remember I remember like this. Like opening up the doors or like kind of going outside and actually seeing the American army already. What within the city? In the city, yeah, like they got they got in within the first day and a half. They attacked all by air and then just like deployed their marines or whatever they deployed. Oh my god! And you see tanks in the streets. So imagine a so, street. So what's the Iraqi army doing at this point? Well, they were trying to fight, but they could not fight. Yeah. So they what? So like they surrendered or got got killed. Got or? Kill- many people got killed. They like there's still like time. there's still reports about what happened in the in the international airport, right? Because international airport was a main base for the Iraqi army, and apparently, and this is apparently again, this is just me quoting stories of people. Um, people were melted there, what? like they used some sort of a uh, crazy weapons. I don't know Wait, what they used. What? <laughs> yeah. What, what do you mean people were melted there? Like, like there was some unknown, like crazy weapon that they used. That yeah, like God knows, chemical. God knows what they used. Oh Everyone God. that was based in the airport, I'm pretty sure, from the Iraqi army, was dead. So, um, tells you how severe that was. So anyway, you go outside and you see now tanks. So imagine like, I don't know where everyone lives. Just imagine walking outside and instead of seeing cars, seeing tanks. Army tanks, yeah. Army tanks, what do you call them? Like the hammers. And like two days before, you're just like walking in that street. Yeah, normal buying, life. You know what I mean? Saying a playing lot of around, people, playing around, riding playing bikes, soccer, yeah, playing yeah. soccer, yeah. Whatever, play outside. Yeah. Um, and now it's like changed. Now it's like there's army and they're like just walking around. Trying to be all nice, trying to give like kids chocolate and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, but then your parents will say, "Don't take anything because you never know what's inside that," right? Really? Yeah, of course. Um, so then, kind of life goes on, I guess. Saddam get defeated. They bring down his statues so long, and how stuff. Long, how long are you like 
like how long are you encompassed in this just war like military state oh since that day till i left how long is that like we left in 2006 so that's six years no yeah six years exactly three years did you say three sorry yeah 2003 my bad yeah yeah three yeah. years so you're nine at this point where you're nine now when, when, oh nine years old in when 2006 when you when you're getting ready to leave are we there yet no no we're not there yet. oh yeah well sorry right. look I'll, g- I'll get to that i'm so sorry that's all right so we jumped because, ahead yeah because like but i think I'm, I'm i'm in 2006 i'm 11 or 10 and 11 all right. Yeah, okay. Well, let's go back to wherever you were at. By the way, I'm just going to say, like, yeah, you get up and the, the city's transformed into just like this military zone. Yeah. Right? War zone. Oh, that's what you were saying. You said life goes on. Yeah, life goes on. Yeah. People just like, um, yeah, the statue come down. Saddam Hussein's kind of gone for now. Yeah. And how long did um, that take from the beginning? I think two, three days. They, oh, just, really? they got through us really quickly. Because yeah. also there's a lot of betrayal from the army because people didn't. Once they're done, anyway. Okay. And people were over him. Okay, sure. So, uh... Oh, right. That's what made me think, like, this is, like, years later. No, so no. This, this, is, this like is what's crazy to me as someone that knows nothing. Yeah. Right? It's like... Like, they come in to get Saddam. Saddam yeah. Right? They get him in three days. They get him in three days. No, well, they, they get his army in three days. He, he disappears. Yeah. He runs away. Like, he tried to hide. And then for three years, you know, they kind of done their job. Yeah. done their job you know what i'm saying like in quotation marks yeah but they still just remain there no no but they have to dismantle the whole s- like there is so much more to dismantle there's so many like there's the army first of all that you need to dismantle there is the like cia the iraqi cia whatever you want to call them uh the intelligence oh community. yeah okay. so they have to work on all of that right but again they didn't i don't th- well again controversial opinion they didn't handle it well they just purposely like did not do it right so anyway, I'll take I'll take you through this because this is a funny the funny part that doesn't make sense to a lot oh of yeah, people. Oh yeah, funny part, yeah. Funny, crazy yeah, part. Yeah. They let people loot the shit out of everything. So you got like military zones or military like basements. People running into, grabbing weapons, grabbing grenades, what? like grabbing them and running with them. Yeah, like literally. And they just allowed like this. stealing. They're just standing there like, oh yeah, sure, let them take them. So they so were arming the militia. Well, yeah, in a sense, yeah. And then, <laughs> and that's a funny bit, you'd walk around the, 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 the stores and you see people selling like AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> that is Literally, funny. People selling like AK-47, yeah. hand grenades, <laughs> that machine guns. hilarious. Like, oh, do you want to buy one? Like, oh, you get like a kilo of tomatoes and you get a couple of... get one free. <laughs> that is so fucking you crazy. Buy, you buy a kilo of tomatoes and you go ahead and buy your AK and walk back yeah, home. That is so funny. Uh, it, was, it was crazy. That it was so crazy. crazy. So that's, that's like kind of... Uh, that's kind of what I'm it's living like right entrepreneurship, now. Like entrepreneurs, like one on one. Yeah, looting the place, yeah. looting the palaces, everything they could. Yeah. Um, which is funny because they also a lot of looting happened around the uh, museums. So people stole a lot of the um, artifacts, artifacts, yeah. which is then found funnily their way into the Louvre or some other places. Ooh, sneakily somehow sneakily black marketing somehow. their way into the Louvre, are they? You know, let's yeah. gotta find some uh, new home. Anyway, regardless. A lot of shit happened. Um, so now I'll kind of move into the next bit, which is the kind of the militia start coming up, right? Like, after, wow. like the first couple of months, everyone's everything's somewhat. I'm blown quote, away within this that this is within the first month. Yeah, quote unquote stable. I'm gonna say I'm gonna dare to say stable, and then slowly people start like having conflicts, right? With, between each other. Between each other, right? 
Muslim, Muslim, well, Muslim between each other. Uh, because now there's like a void of power, right? I've heard a lot about this. And people want to grab the power. Yes. And some people got promised by well, whoever that they're going to be the next pap, put people in charge or whatever. Yeah, like if they commit a betrayal. Or exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. well, you got the place in the next um, government. Place. But not work. No, no. <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, so, yeah, shit start happening. So militia. So you got the Sunnis and the Shia, yeah. which is the the kind of two sectors in in the in the country. The Muslim, the, the main, they're pretty much the majority, right? Yeah. They start kind of trying to control different areas, right? And then slowly after that, becomes the kind of persecution of the minorities, which included us, uh, the Christians, right? Mm-hmm. So people started getting. Uh, Threat letters sent home. People start getting like assassinated, killed, what? just so out just, of the blue. So, just out of the blue. Yeah, because let's say you had a nice house. That's amazing thing. That you let's just say, yeah, had a nice house. Yeah, someone wanted it. Yeah, it would throw you, uh, literally an envelope, like threatening to kill you, and put a bullet inside the envelope, throw it to you, right? Like put it in your house, whatever. And then. Um, Again, they don't put it in the mailbox. We don't have mailboxes. Just slide it underneath your house or shoot yeah. your house. Whatever they do to intimidate you. And then um, whether you leave or stay, then that kind of becomes part of the thing. So so did you personally experience any kind of thing like that? Like the bullet through the thing? The, the, or your dad probably, I guess, probably My maybe dad had did, it. And yeah, then he yeah. never just told you if, if he well, did. Yeah, well, he never like talk about, talked about it much, but... Um, yeah, I'm sure we did because my dad was like a... Again, was a civil engineer and a project manager. And after the war, he was trying to work on um renovating like the churches and the cathedral and all the yeah. stuff that got kind of damaged and then uh yeah, the militia families like you know they're, they're involved in the assyrian the assyrian community the yeah. church yeah, exactly yeah. so um yeah dad start kind of doing that and um and in a sense i'm not exactly sure like he never spoke about it but at one point it was just too much and it had to leave right yeah and i'm pretty sure he kind of experienced that right but um I can't say for sure. Like we've never had this proper conversation. But again, many family I know about that kind of received that kind of kind of threat letters, whatever you want to call yeah, them. Yeah, like people. And actually, people like got killed. Like people. Like sec. Know. Like yeah, second. Like whatever. Second family, kind of like relatives and family, dad's Jesus friends. Christ, yeah, just just got just gone down. Just out of the blue for being a Syrian Christian. Yeah, just being a just being a minority and believing in something different than other people. You got kind of gone down. Wow. So that was really sad. That was uh, that was really sad. But eventually, what kind of pivotal moment that triggered this whole uh, we need to get out of this place was, yeah, kind of receiving similar threats also. Uh, but eventually, m- my brother's high school was situated next to, uh, don't ask me why, was situated next to the like, intelligence building, like the, like the Iraqi intelligence yeah. building. And it got like a suicide bomber went through it with a car and blew the shit out of it because there was like a, a prison there Are you and they're trying to free up people. Yeah. So my brother was like, mom tried to call my brother. My brother was missing for like a couple of hours. Then he turned up and uh, my dad had had it. I was like, he was like, that's it. We are leaving. Like I yeah. nearly lost my son. Yes. We're leaving. This is it. So you pack up and literally... Um, oh my God, dude. I need to get your brother on the pod as well. <laughs> within days, you should. Wow, dude. You so, should. So He's, is this so... So that's 2006. Yeah, that's 2006. That's yeah. just toward the end. That's I I, I kind of remember it was kind of December. It was kind of this time of the year. Yeah. Happens. That's like not nah, the sip. 
pack up, we're leaving. Like, I'm not going to lose any views of anything. Yeah. So we pack up in 2006 and we go to Syria next door. Yeah. And we kind of, um, I guess, migrate or asylum seek in Syria. Go go become the asylum seekers. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, asylum seekers. And and it was it was really hard for me. I didn't want to go. Like, you got to understand, I, I have friends. No, I do. I, get I have it. friends, of yeah. course. Family, I didn't want to leave. I just really didn't want to leave. We had our own house. No, I, I totally get it. How right? funny is that? Like, you're a little kid and it's just like, you're in a fucking war-torn like, part leave. of the world and you want to stay. Well, because yeah, like, that's enough for you. Like, I know, I get it. But like, it's so funny. Like, exactly. as, as an adult, you just be like, yeah, we're leaving. We're done. Like, your dad is just like, yeah, yeah we're no, out of here. something better like, than yeah, this. Yeah, but my friends. Your dad's like, I don't give a fuck. Get in the car. Get in the car. <laughs> Yeah, like what are we doing? <laughs> Pretty here? much like that. Yeah. So we go to Syria and um to kind of give some context, Syria speaks Arabic as well, of course. Yeah. But they speak a different dialect. Yeah. Right. So uh even though I spoke Arabic, I was still the foreigner there. Yeah. The because foreigner. I am not Syrian, I am Iraqi, right? Yes. So, um trying to integrate there, I guess, from again, here we go. Did a lot of people Migrate a lot of people Syria. migrated to to um so there's a huge iraqi community that lived in in syria and that kind of was a blessing and a curse at the same time because people didn't like us because we were like a lot of us migrating there yeah. technically taking over their jobs yeah, quote no, unquote yeah. and, and kind of ruining the economy and stuff which well in fact we're actually building the economy because we're bringing money with us of course because we need to spend money and stuff mm. regardless kind of tried to get enrolled into school and the principal kind of rejects me. She yeah. says, "She says, um, no, we don't have enough space. So it's me and my auntie, we go to the school. And she goes to her, no, sorry, we don't have space here. You have to take him somewhere else, right? Mm. Um, I, wanna call it, I don't want to call it racist, but probably was racist, kind of. Yeah. She didn't want to put me in because I was like a rock. Yeah, like, they definitely had space. They probably had space for one kid. Like, come on. There's no finite amount of space in a school. One kid. Yeah, you can fit. One Kid. It's however many people you can fit in the room. But she said no. Yeah. Regardless, so we go a couple of schools and, and that's the kind of scenario. So then my auntie takes me to the, um, let's say, Department of Education, like the actual department, right? We go there and she's like, look, um, what do you call it? It's like, look, we're going to need to enroll him in some school. No one's like, everyone's saying it's full. Anyway, they kind of give an order to this school, to the first school that we went to. And she said she doesn't have space. They call her. They say, look, there's yeah. a kid. There's a yeah, student coming your way. You have to enroll them. So we go back to the same principal. And she goes like to my auntie, all right, so you're trying to like force my hand. And she's like, no, I didn't. I just went to the uh, yeah. department and said, look, we, he needs to go to school somewhere. Yeah. And, and this is primary. This is primary school, right? Yeah. And she tells me, and I still remember this. She goes like to me, you better behave. Oh, really? If you don't behave, I'll send you to your mum so you can go wash dishes there and I was like and imagine that to like a a 10 year old kid yeah right like year 6 and yeah. I'm like oh, oh okay sure yeah sure that terrified me already right I'm yeah. already I'm already in a foreign country for God's sake I'm already scared of going to school that I don't know one in yeah. there everything is different and now the principal Hates personally me. picks on me yeah God damn it. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, that's so annoying. Here we go. And this <laughs> is you, you and this is where it starts actually. Yeah. Because I go to school and again I try to kind of perform, but 
I'm falling a little bit behind because everyone's already established. Everyone knows what they're doing. Everyone knows how the system works yeah. at school. And um, yeah, so I tried to kind of navigate my way through it. Um, still get picked on because I have Iraqi accent and Iraqi yeah. kind of dialect. So I'm not making many friends. Yeah. So um, I guess what I tried to do is just study. Study hard, you know, I try to do my best. That's very interesting. I so can see that in you. That's very funny, dude. So see, I love this. I didn't know this about Yeah? You. Yeah, no, I didn't know so this. So just study hard, man. Yeah. I study hard and I AC6, right? Because yeah. I was when that was the year I right? and and usually the system, the way the system works back home, of course, you finish your six, you go to your seven, yeah. it's a different school, right? Yeah. So that was my one and only like year, not even a year, like I think half a year in that school. Yeah. I ace it. Yeah. I ace it and I become one of like the top of my class, I think the top of the year, one yeah. of the top of the year, not the top, but like yeah, I think yeah. the top 10. Anyway, so they give me, uh, they give me the results because you have to go into school, get your results on the last day, get my exam results. And then um, I go to my auntie, I show her, I'm like, look, you did great. She's like, come with me. Takes me to the principal. To the principal. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. And she goes to the principal, look, this is what he did. This is how good he is. And you were super mean to him. Yeah. Anyway, gives it to her pretty much. Yeah. And leave. And that was the best feeling that is ever so in good. life. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I go to year seven, and then year eight, and now I'm like picking up the uh, Syrian accent, and I'm speaking really well that people don't even recognize. I'm yeah. not Syrian, right? Yeah. It's annoying so that you even had to do that. Sorry. It's annoying that you even had to do that. Well, we had people, to. You know what? But people just do that anyway. We have to adapt, right? Yeah. Like you pick up the like accent, especially when you're like a kid. Like yeah. you have to kind of. Morph yeah. your way into being accepted, which is like yeah. really sad, but I guess you have to do it, right? Yeah, I guess maybe it's just part of the. But anyway, yeah. you have to climatize to the environment around you. That's what I did, and then people didn't start recognizing me as, uh, I guess, Iraqi around the Syrian people because I was like just like speaking really well, right? The foreign, you're not the foreigner anymore. I'm not the foreigner anymore, but then eventually they find out and they know, but they like you because now they already like yeah. you. So I made really good friends. So there's some good people that I come across my way there. Um, I learned, again, a lot of bullies back there because you're a foreigner and they kind of don't That's like crazy, that. crazy, dude. Yeah, man. Like, people would, like, literally come. Like, I nearly got, God, I nearly got stabbed so many times in Are school. Are you serious? Yeah. Because what? of, um, because you're different, because you're, you're Iraqi and, and, and um, they would even try to steal your money. They'd come stop you. They'd be like, take out your money. I'd be like, I don't have money on me. I'll take out your money. And yeah. They open the knife and stuff. So you have to give them money. God damn it, man. You have to give them money. You can't. What are you going to do? Right? God. So you start hiding your money. You start hiding it in your, in your socks, underneath your shoe, whatever yeah. you want to do to kind of get away with it. But eventually, like, I grew up to kind of um, understand that you have to stand up to these bullies. And then um, we get into fights. And it was me and my brother in the same school at one time for, like, kind of high school. Yeah, like, that's the way to, that's how you got to do it. So we kind of, that's how you do it. But then, again, there is, like, a lot of them. There's maybe two or there's four of us, five of us, but then there's like hundred of them. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, but we still gave it back at some times because you have to stand up for yourself and eventually that kind of paid off and some people will start backing off from you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so after the kind of uh, six years in Syria and uh, kind of, I'm going to step back and kind of give you some more context. So as you get to Syria, you kind of become an asylum seeker. You go to the UN and you... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah give us... Yeah, so what's... Yeah. You go to the UN... And you apply for an asylum-seeking paper. You're yeah. trying to kind of prove that you're an asylum seeker. You ran from Iraq because of this persecution. And they give you pretty much a paper saying they're an asylum seeker. 
like of course my parents not to me yeah and it includes our name and then um you kind of get in, into this humanitarian program where you're trying to apply for resettlement into any country right any so while you're so while you're in syria yeah you are technically an asylum seeker yes so like that's funny dude i didn't actually know i didn't know the difference between really? asylum seeker and refugee do you know now or is try to explain it? like well i assume refugee is someone that's settled in the place that they've escaped or like you know fled to yep and asylum seeker is someone waiting to find out the place that exactly. they're fleeing to they're in a safe haven they call it yeah so in this place temporary place they can't stay there forever forever because you're gonna have to go somewhere else they're only yeah. accepting you now to kind of save you from what you're coming yeah, from you're seeking asylum Seeking so, asylum, exactly. when you're an asylum seeker, can you open a bank account? Can you fuck it? Like, what, like, what can and can't you do? What restrictions do you have as an well, asylum you, seeker? You, oh, um, in Syria at that time, like, from your kind of, like, what's well, your experience? Kind of the experience was that, um, again, overall was 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 good because Syria tried to kind of take a lot of Iraqis and help us, and that was great, right? Yeah. But at the same time, like, um, again, there's no, not many people use bank accounts there. Uh, that's, not, that's not the way we do it. You just have money on you. But I guess... You couldn't buy a property. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm asking. Yeah, you couldn't buy a property. Yeah. You couldn't open, technically couldn't open a business. And also technically you couldn't be working. Hmm. Right? But people still worked and people still kind of did, Hust- did some yeah, dodgy like, stuff and yeah. hustled. And, and then you get deported if they, you get caught. And many people got caught and get deported. Back right? to where? Iraq. Back to Iraq. Are you yeah. kidding me? Bye-bye. See you later. Holy Which shit. Which is fucking crazy. But then again, um, also if you get in trouble, and that was one of the reasons I didn't want to get in trouble. If you get in trouble and get caught by police... You actually get like a warning and maybe get sent back home as well. So um, people were careful. I was careful. Yeah, yeah like so. Yeah, yeah. You're your which, which you're always on your toes. You're always on your toes. You open the which kind of allow the platform for bullies to be bullies and then to kind of um, do whatever they wanted to do because there was no re- retaliation by the people oh, because damn. if you do and yeah, the police yeah. come, see you later. You're the one in trouble. You're the one in trouble. You're going home. Yeah, and you don't want to go home because you got to ruin it for yourself and your fucking family. So. You kind of bite the bullet in a, in a sense, right? Which yeah. is really sad. Wow, that sucks. So, um, there was kind of the, the kind of, what do you call it? The kind of downsides to it. There was no uh, any good side to it except that you're not in Iraq anymore and you're kind of yeah. in this safer place. Yeah. Um, but essentially, we like when we lived in Syria, um, yeah, my dad still went back to Iraq because he wanted to work. He wanted to work so he can provide to us so yeah. he can go to school. Okay, right? so wait, so it was just so just your dad kind of lived there or he like what? Came, well my went dad there for like three months, come well, back. Well my dad went there f- yeah, he used to go for like three months and come back for like a week and a half. Yeah. And go back again. To work to kinda provide for us, for us to kinda um go back like continue education of course and also to like um live a better life, right? Yeah. Um which was which was in itself another like big problem. Because he would go, um, initially you have to drive between Iraq and Syria, right? And the kind of crossing of the border, that kind of zone is called, pretty much, it's called a death zone. Because people just get like stopped, um, robbed, killed. Why? You you don't know. Why? Why? Because people just are disgusting. 
No, but like, is there like just on that kind of the border region is just unprotected. That border region is like it's like a little big desert, right? Oh, and it's you're like, driving. It's like no man's. It's like no man's land. Yeah, literally. yeah. It's like international waters. It's Not like really. We don't know where like, we're like, at like right now. You should be like even even if in the Iraqi borders, like you'll be driving in a desert. There's only one road. They could literally block it with their cars and stop everyone and start checking their IDs, right? And based on your ID, they would know what what religion you are, like from your name. Ah, <sighs> oh, you're Christian. Get out of the car. Oh, oh you, yeah. let's say this like the Sunni Muslims are standing. That's their blockage today. Oh, you're Shia. Get off the car, and the same vice versa. Holy, the other guys shit. are there. They will guard the other guys, and just like back and forth. And Bro. people, some people just want to steal. So it's like get you off, take all your money, everything, and maybe even kill you because they don't want so no this witnesses. So, sus for your dad. This he, he, dad. He's Christian, driving back and forth. Well, he's not driving. He catch, he catch, kind of, what do we call it? Not taxis, like. You get it with a driver, they go back and forth, right? Oh. There's, there's people that do that because that's the route. Like, they don't, there was flight, but people don't fly usually yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's too expensive. So, dad goes back and forth. That's like the dangerous thing that dad could be doing, right? The so, most when, you, when, you, when you say goodbye to him, you actually say proper goodbye. Like, oh, dad, I love you. Like, you hug him properly. Oh, my God. Because you never fucking know. It might yeah. go, and yeah. that's it. Whoa, dude. And that's like crazy. Yeah. Crazy for us. But also crazy for my mum. Yeah. Mum has to play this role of the dad and the mum at the same time. Yeah. While keep everyone raising like us. happy and like keep everyone happy, but keep us disciplined. Keep yeah. us well on board with our schools. Keep us uh, making sure that we are with, hanging out with the right cr- with the right crowds and all the stuff. Yeah. Doing it by herself, right? Yeah. As well as trying to provide as like money and shit. Well, dad was go- well, dad was doing that. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like when you said goodbye, like. You know what I mean? You're saying it's hard for you. Yeah, it's hard for you. Like, if, yeah. you, if your mom lost your dad, like... That's crazy, I know. Yeah, then she has to provide as well. Yeah, which is like, even crazier. Impo- it's impossible. It's impossible. It, will, yeah. it is, it yeah. is. Because so like, you're not meant to be working in Syria anyway. So imagine how scared your mom would be. Like, imagine she's the goodbye that your mom... Exactly. Yeah. And, and she's also, you gotta, not, you gotta remember, you got my sister. Yeah. She's taking care of my sister as well, which is extra hard yeah. right it's not like a, a normal person you're dealing with and again yeah, so my sister that so is your sister in school or is she still like your mom is actually she's just still teaching at home. Mom, yeah. is, mom is teaching at home so like there's no private schools or there was private schools in syria but you can already understand that my dad is under so much strain yeah of like and like you, was, you financial strain. and like they didn't like they, they didn't it let was, me it was in yeah. like they, they didn't let you let in. in yeah exactly yeah which is <laughs> like it's crazy right yeah, anyway yeah. but regardless so uh mom is taking care of my sister and of course we're lucky because my sister's got um, Down syndrome, but she's not very severe, so she yeah. still understand. You still can have conversation, but again, still very hard, right? Yeah, yeah. Still very hard, still developing. She still have to take extra care of her while taking care of us while doing the whole thing by yeah, herself, right? So, all of that, six years of that, pretty much, six years where you live in limbo, where you don't know what's happening next. Where are you going? I don't know if I'm coming to Australia. I don't know if I'm going to Canada, America, yeah. Germany, whatever, anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere is better than when we were, at least for us, because it's like it's like you're traveling and you kind of you're on the station waiting for the train, right? Yeah. And the station is is Syria. Yeah. You can't stay on the st- you can't live forever in, in the train station. Yeah. So you're waiting for that train to come and you don't know where the train's gonna take you, but you just want to get somewhere so you can you establish also yourself. Don't know when the train's coming? No, never. You yeah. never know. Some people will wait for like a year or two. Some people three. Some we people wa- die on the sta- in the station. Some people actually die on the station. Yeah. So that's that's very sad. My my grandmother um, died in Syria, and then we had to bury her in Syria. So she's there. Oh my god. Left behind yeah, with no one. Go. Right yeah. there you go. Uh, which is again another sad thing for my parent, for for my dad, of course, because yeah. of his mum. 
But um, oh my god, that's so sad, dude. What I'm trying to say, yeah. So, so the train, you never know when is it coming. The anxiety of you waiting, then the anxiety of you like not understanding where you're going. What are you gonna do with your life? So you just gotta just do whatever you can with what you have, right? Yeah. And do the best. That's kind of what the attitude kind of started of like just trying to do my best and just trying to. Again, I was very young. I was what? Um, when we left Syria, I was about 16 and a half, 17. Yeah. When we came to Australia, so that's the age. So between. 11 to 16 that's the kind of that's a development stage that's a development right stage yeah. teenager copying yeah. all of this stuff right yeah that's crazy man which is really insane yeah and sometimes i kind of forget what i've been through because like you get so caught up in your day-to-day life yeah. it's really good to do this because yeah. now i'm like literally thinking about what i've been through yeah dude and um yeah so we kind of wait through this limbo eventually we find out that um australia might be the go so I'm uh, super so how, happy. Yeah, like, so how do you find that out? Like, when does that news come? All right, so, so you kind of apply for different programs, right? And you could do that through the UN, of course, but also you could do it through the embassy itself. So you apply for different specific embassies. Yeah. Like you go to Australian embassy, you fill out the form, mm. whatever, refugee seeking form, and you just kind of submit it. Because we had my uncle and auntie here, that kind of supports your case a little bit better. So you can actually so when get... when did they make the move? Oh, uh, were they, so were they asylum seekers too, or they just ma- they happened to just move to Australia earlier or something? No, so my auntie had had moved to Australia like forty something years, like no, not forty. She's been here now forty years, so take it back like what 25, 30 years. Like she left when she was very young. Yeah. She got married and and her and her husband just like left. Went. All oh, right, yeah, yeah so went yeah, to yeah, Greece. Yeah. Did other like mm, yeah. try, again, still refugee kind of routes, but was way easier before then, right? Because Australia was taking so many people. Like yeah. 20, 30 years ago, yeah, they yeah. wanted like migrants. The, exactly, yeah. They wanted there that. There wasn't like a huge influx exactly. of people needing Exactly, exactly. So yeah. they bought it. No one knew what Australia was. Nah, people knew, but not that much. Uh, eventually. And then my, my uncle came here in 2003 or 2002, something like that. So it was like, so like he said, just pre war. Pre war, yeah, exactly. So he had been here for like uh, seven years or something. Anyway, so yeah. regardless. We've got some family here. We've got my uncle also from my mum's side here. So I had some family. So Australia was like... It's such a random place to have family. Exactly. Yeah. We have family. I have family all over the world. Do you? Literally. Yeah, that's so cool. America, Canada, Australia, Sweden. Like right. a lot of through Europe. Yeah. Like it's just weird all over the place. Like that around the place as well. Yeah. Migrants. Yeah. Everywhere. we got America, Canada, Australia, well, Italy, yeah. um, Argentina. Oh, I forgot Iraq, Syria. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Argentina. Whoa, that's a, that's a big one. Yeah, um, <laughs> heaps of Italians went there at some point. Well, good on them. Yeah, anyway. They wanted the nice weather, probably. Yeah, they knew they knew where to flee. <laughs> the they Italians knew. knew where to flee. Well, yeah, you'd hope so. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Regardless, yeah. we go back. Um, so you go apply, and you kind of we, we ended up getting rejected a couple of times by Australia, but eventually got accepted. Yeah. And the way you get accepted is you get this like. A return form, right? A form comes in and like, oh, we want more information about this stuff. So we do that. You kind of fill up that more extended form and you send it back. And then they do an interview with you. So they call yeah. you in. They're like, oh, you have to come in for an interview. You go in. That is the scariest time, right? Why? High stress, man. You're getting interviewed, yeah. not for a job, yeah, yeah. for your life. Yeah. To set up crazy. your life with your family. Yeah. So my dad. It's funny because I know my you dad, now. Like, yeah. I feel like you just pump any interview. I would pump like, yeah, it. I was a kid. Yeah, yeah I was a kid. Yeah, I didn't even know saying. nothing. Like, I can't imagine like 16 No, imagine 16-year-old. Yeah. I doesn't know any English. So yeah. uh, 
and my parents and 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 my dad and you have yeah. i think that all stress on my dad to kind of be able to do his best because his family's future depends yeah, on this dude. interview like yeah, yeah. this is the most crucial interview of your life yeah anyway we do the interview we get accepted yes great thank god we do the medical checks yeah and then boom 2012 february 20th or something along those lines lands in sydney Whoa. australia wow so you land in sydney yes i land in sydney holy got family shit. here and we land in sydney yeah um funny fact let's trace it back a little bit so because this is going to come in handy later on um when they tell us sydney we're going to sydney i don't know what i don't know where it was yeah i don't, I don't know what to expect so i go to an old um internet cafe where was this back in back in syria, syria yeah, yeah. And you sit on the computer, trying to connect it. I got you there. Yeah, there you, you go. Me, you got me. So, oh, yeah, okay. uh, so that happened, and I typed. The- <laughs> well, anyway, skills. Yeah. Uh, random skills. Sydney. 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 You type Sydney, Australia. First picture. Guess. The Opera House. Yes. Uh, I know you too well. You yeah, got yeah. it. Yeah. The Sydney Opera House comes up and I'm like, whoa, this place. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck is this? Place? I love this thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to make sure I go. I was like, I'll have to go there when I get to Australia. Sydney. Whoa. Land- did you know it's exactly in the center of everything. Like it's. You know no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Wait a second. Wait a second. You're going to have to give some context here. It's not in the middle of everything. What? It's in the middle of the CBD. Yeah. Which is far away from the suburbs where we where we <laughs> yeah, stayed. True. This guy lives in a city, so for him, it's, it's normal. Yeah, to but be. you know, it's the epicenter of the whole thing. Yeah, well, of course. Anyway, anyway, regardless, you don't know where it is when you come first here, yeah, so you yeah. have to have someone to take you. Yeah. First day we arrive, second day I ask my cousin to take me to the opera house, and she does. She takes me and my brother to the opera house. That's hectic. Um, so grateful for that, because Shout that out is cousin. huh? Shout, Shout out to Carmen, yeah. Carmen for taking me. To the opera house. Yeah, shout out Carmen. Hope you love you. Love yeah. you so much. Best mom ever, because she's got a baby recently. Oh, she's the one that. Yeah, yeah she's yeah, got yeah, the one yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, Amazing. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, she takes she takes me there, um, and yeah, I see it, and that's when it like hit a ground. It grounds everything. I'm like, dude, I'm in Sydney, Australia. Yeah, I dude. love this thing. Whoa. I love this place. <laughs> I love it. I, I love fall in love. Thing. I love this thing. I love yeah. this building. This thing looks amazing. Yeah. One of the seven wonders of what the... Isn't it one of the seven wonders of the... I don't know. I don't know maybe. I don't should be. Should be. It's, it definitely should be. Well, probably was in my head back then. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I love this place. So, um, this is where the journey of the Alcaino today yeah. starts again. Yeah, this, this is the third restart. This is third restart. And you can imagine, I'm um, what? 16, 17. Yeah. Third restart at 16. And a half, yeah. yeah. 17. <laughs> That's crazy. And, and let's, let's, let's kind of, I'll give you some more context. So, like, here, we moved, we moved, we moved from a country. Uh, yeah, please. That'd be great. Uh, we moved to, a, we moved to the country and, um, yeah, that's fine. Perfect. Let's have some water. Yeah. Like, speaking to it. What, like, you know, get some water in you. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've been speaking for so long. Here we go. So. Um, yeah, we come to the country and we kind of trying to restart, but you got to keep in mind that you pretty much, we've got some social infrastructure, like some family. That's a great way to word it. 
Yeah. Yeah. None to zero financial support. Yeah. Right. Um, dad and mum had spent pretty much all their life life saving, running away from the war, trying to save us, trying yeah. to educate us. So, literally, you're starting from zero. No language. Jesus. Christ. If you know me, and um, I can verify, I verify this to many people because people don't believe it. My ESL English second language teachers at high school would tell you how bad my English was. I barely knew how to say my name, my age, the very basic, I knew the alphabet. So um let's holy, just say holy fuck dude. So how do you zero. actually like so when you're in ESL Yeah. Does the teacher speak Arabic? No, they speak English. Yeah, so like how But do it's you super even but it's super nice and they're super good. They're super trained to speak slow English to kind of guide you to use pictures, to use different things yeah. and kind of slowly adjust you to this um English speaking, right? Yeah. We'll get to that in a, in a second. Let me just tell you the basis. No language, no finances, yeah. no money, mm. bro- pretty much broke. Um, no social infrastructure, starting from scratch again. A little, isn't it? Yeah, well, a little. There's a family. Yeah. But again, the family, and it's amazing to have the family around, of course, but again, everyone, soon you realize everyone's busy with their own life. Course. And you know how life is here. Yeah. Everyone's like studying, working, doing their own thing. And again, 100%. amazing. Shout out to, to everyone, the whole family, for being so supportive and so amazing in our transition. But also, they could do so much. They couldn't be with you everywhere. They yeah, couldn't yeah. be no, anywhere. It's totally understandable, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So you tried to kind of build up your um, social life from zero. So I call it a triple zero. Do you? Yeah. Whoa. The triple zero. Why? Because. What is zero the triple zero? Oh, you call it the triple zero. Triple zero. Zero yeah. English. Yeah. Zero finances, yeah. and, uh, and again, let's just say zero f- social. Zero friends. Zero friends. Yeah, exactly. Zero friends. That's, yeah. that's the best way of putting it. Starting with that, <sighs> kind of was so challenging. So challenging. Now I look back at it, I kind of laugh. But back then, I was so frustrated because we went to high school, tried to get enrolled. And again, they did like a, a quick English test. And they said, look, sorry, you can't go into the high school straight away. Your English is bad. You have to go to the ESO, which is an no, IEC, which is called Intensive English Center, which is kind of part of the high school at Cogra. Yeah. And it's called Cogra Intensive English Center. And you have to go there. You have to try your best there. Mm. And eventually, when you're ready, we'll move you to the high school. All right, sweet. I'll tell you the deal. Go back home, cry my eyes out. Why? Nah. It's so hard. It's just, just yeah. you being. St- an overachiever, if you want to call it, or a good performer yeah, yeah, back yeah. home, yeah. to like not knowing how to answer oh, a multiple question yeah. answer. Yeah. I was so frustrated, and um, <laughs> I was multiple question answer. Literally, I love that multiple question. Oh <laughs> multiple my god! Choice. <laughs> multiple choice question. There <laughs> you go. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm going to send you back to fucking Cogra. Cogra IC. Shout out to KIC. I'm going to send you to Cogra. English Language Center again. English Language Center again. And yeah, by the way, I you know me really well. I still fuck up words and I just don't care. I love it. I don't care. That's actually, I love it, dude. That's actually wanted to capture that on the pod. There you go. Yeah, yeah, like I love it. It's my favorite thing. It's natural. For you guys that don't know the relationship between me and Alka, we work together currently, but we'll get there. Like, I don't want to spoil it. Get, we'll get like, to that. I just want to let them know that that's like fun banter. You know, I'm, <laughs> not, just, I'm not just fucking with this guest <laughs> that I have in, like, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's amazing. I like still 
managed to mess up words and don't know how to say some words, which is fu- fine. Perfect. Man, we'll get to that. That's kind of the, yeah. the kind of the process because. Just put back here. I feel like you know. Sorry. I don't want to cover fucking asshole. That's a, that's a joke. That's all right. You're not an asshole. Yeah, yeah. You're a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're a nice guy. <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can be. You can be sometimes. Hey, shut the fuck up. You could clip that one. Put it on Instagram. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'll cut. Clip the part where you call me an asshole. No, no. You're not an asshole. I I'm said. just kidding, bro. I love right. you. Anyway, we'll go back to my all right, go shit here. Yeah. Um, sorry. No, yeah, yeah. Right. We'll go back to the fucking multiple question yeah, choice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to answer that one. So. Anyway, uh, all right, look, it's a sad part of the story. Uh, it's a sad part it. of the story. Yeah, Let's hear this. Yeah, anyway, yeah, I forgot about the crying part. No, look, the crying is literally... the mood sometimes. Huh? I'm just lying in the mood. No, man. I lie in the mood. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. just, it's just good. Uh, right. No, look, look, it's frustrating. So kind of, I'll go kind of back and be serious about that bit. Like, it was really frustrating because you could imagine coming in, not knowing how to speak a language, so you can't even talk to the person across you. Yeah. You can't make friends because you can't speak the language, right? How many Assyrians have come... Like, I mean, sorry, I always say Assyrian. Like, is that... Like, mm-hmm. because... Uh, sorry to interrupt, okay. but, like... So, the Assyrian community is essentially pretty much all Christian. Yes. Yeah, so, the Assyrians, vicariously... I don't even know if that's the right word to use, but, like, got persecuted because... As an entire, like, race, in a sense, because... Yes. Of their religion that they all happen. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, so just, like, that's right. A, not only not not only a bunch of Christians fled fled Iraq, but with that, you know, comes a bunch of Assyrians specifically. Yeah, yeah. Fleeing a lot. So, is like at that time when you're growing up, when you've just started, finished uh, that first year of, uh, you know what I mean? You're in this center thing. Yeah. Are there many other Assyrian? refugees with like are you able to build up a community of, of assyrians around you or you know what i'm saying no okay because i'll, t- I'll tell you why so um uh, where we got resettled we got we kind of lived around my uncle and my uncle lived in an area um that didn't have many assyrians right just by coincidence he moved when my, when my auntie was here auntie was living in, uh, in randwick yeah, yeah, we yeah. got settled anyway so we got settled in an area where there was not many Assyrians, which kind of played into my favor a lot. And I'll come to it in a second. Yeah, I want to get back to the, you know, the, the yeah. sad story. But I just yes. wanted to, like, give myself some context. Well, I think that's part, that's part of it also yeah. because, like, many people that, um, many of the Assyrian community that come here, they live in uh, West, right? And yeah. then because of that, they kind of, right now there's a lot of them. So um, they, you can kind of integrate really well with your other Assyrian people, right? And kind of feel like... Um, Part of something, but again, the, Geographically down, the, da- yeah. the downside of that, people don't really climatize, if that's the right word, or like oh, readapt to the, to the Australian community and learn English and all the stuff because yeah. you like don't integrate. need it. Integrate. Like you don't exactly. integrate. You don't integrate yeah. well because you are captured still within those, with that community that you've kind of grown up with. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Oh, I get what you mean. So actually, you know what? In a sense, like you having family in like Rockdale or Cogra, yeah. right? Like, that actually is a, is a small, like, actual advantage later on because you were forced to integrate faster, in a sense, than those people that all remained within the Assyrian community in the West. Do you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? It was, it, was, it, was a right, it was a right right circumstance that no one accounted for, right? Yeah, exactly. That I actually used for my advantage. Exactly. Eventually. Yes. So that's the best thing. So it's, it's really hard. I go back home and I'm, like, kind of really upset about it every day, pretty much on a daily basis. And at one day, and this is like the 
one pivotal moment in my life, right? Yeah. I go home and I'm like, fuck, cry again. Yeah. I get to cry again about this. Oh, this is all you having a conversation all having with a yourself. Conversation with myself, yeah. right? I'm like, are we gonna keep crying about this situation? Or are we gonna do something about it? Yeah. So that's so the big turning. That's big that's, turning that's when the alcohol that I know today got sprang out. <laughs> you got know what I'm saying? Created. Yeah. Literally, I'm like, we're gonna do something about it. We're gonna watch English movies. We're gonna read English books. We're gonna not listen to Arabic music. We're gonna listen to English music. We're gonna try as hard as possible to speak English, even though I'm embarrassed. Even though I am, um, I can't, um, I can't say some words and people might laugh and stuff. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, like s- cut to today. Like <laughs> speak with an Aussie accent. Yeah, my like, yeah, like you know what I mean. Like yeah. that's hectic. Anyway, but it's, let's go it's back. you had to put in the work, right? Yeah. And and I just realized that, and it's just um, some crazy moment when i'm just like i'm just gonna have to do this the hard way yeah and um well, there is no course, easy way there's no easy way yeah there's no easy there's no shortcuts so i put in the work kind of i did my practice i spake uh, i sp- speak i spoke as much yeah i still i kept practicing i spoke english like people made fun of me called me names making fun of you not being able to say yeah not to say go back yeah. to where you came from <laughs> um what else Go learn how to speak English. I got oh, wait, you out actually copped these. Like, I copped these yeah. from people. Yeah, really. Yeah, from a lot of like people. Aus- like Aussies. Well, look, the school was f- so diverse because like Rockdown, Rockdale, and Cogra are still diverse. But people that are, people that are born here are called yeah, Aussies. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. native English speakers. Yeah, called yeah. you that. Fuck Didn't dude. like you that much. I can't believe that. Yeah, but people, you know what? It's, everyone's teenagers. Like that's, that's a, a lot of assholes. Again, a lot of nice people you meet through the way. Yeah, yeah, that's, and also, yeah, that's true. Like, we can't forget about that. No, no, we can't forget about that. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they play a great role, but also, you can meet 100 nice people, they can tell you 100 good stuff. The one asshole that says something that cuts you deep, that will stay with you. Fuck, dude. You know what I mean? That's a clip there. Um, Clip that one. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a go. clip. Because, like, I remember this one kid, like, literally yelling at me, like, and he, he spoke with the thickest accent, but he was born here. I don't know where he got it from. Was up to me. Go learn how to, how to speak English. I was like, "Whoa, all right, sweet. I'll do that. Don't worry about yeah, it." Yeah, yeah. You re- you go back and you're like, yeah. "Actually, friend, I, I did. Yeah, Actually, yeah. I did quite well." <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So so that was the big point there as well. And again, this is another moment, and this is why I should like. I've, I've, I was talking to you about like actually writing down these kind of things yeah. that, that happen in my well, life. Dude, this is going to be such a useful resource for you anyway. Like to you kind of write it down. Yeah, like just listen to it back and just like... Exactly. Like this, yeah. At this point, I start using um, people's negative comments for my for, for my kind of own good. Like, oh, like go cool. learn English. No worries. I'm going to go do that. Yeah. I'm going to show you. And then I'm going to show you then that I can do, do it. Do it. Yeah, 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 do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to show you. I'm going to take over. I'm going to achieve whatever I want to achieve. Oh, I know where this is going based on what's happening yeah so i moved to high school and i'm going to tell you this two funny stories before we get into a bit more too seriously um so the one funny story is this my second or third day in high school after i've done well in the iec and people are like you know what you can move on move to high school you'll learn better yeah. i move in in this history class and the um i guess the teacher want to do something good and get me to read from the book oh read out God. loud yeah holy fucking shit i can't tell you how embarrassed i was really i was reading like the yeah, but you know what? Person. Can I tell you? What? Like, I'm embarrassed to read in front of the class. Yeah, no, no, but yeah, not, yeah. Not like, like I can't even I, imagine. Not fucking, what I, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read it. Yeah, and literally when he said, "Oh, um, can you read? Can you read it? Can you read this part?" As I open, as I like get to the paragraph, I can already hear people like, "Oh, oh, really? Oh, well, here we go. I can already hear that." Really? And I'm like sweating. Yeah, I'm like nervous. 
trying to speak. Yeah. Butcher it. Yeah. Eventually, he... I could not wait for that, like, 30 or whatever words, 100 words to just be over so he can, like, tell me to stop. Yeah. And eventually telling me to stop. I was like, shit. That was hard. That was hard. You did it. And it was just funny because I still remember people, like, just, like, sighing and, and, and saying things from behind. Regardless, it's, it's, it's a funny one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you go again. Just keep, keep no, I would have been like, "Get closer, get closer." Oh, yeah. like whispering yeah, to the yeah, teacher. Yeah. No, you couldn't. Like louder, please. Anyway, the other funny story which I'm going to tell you, and then we go back to to school, is um, an encounter at McDonald's. So, <laughs> me and my brother, we go to Macca's. Yeah. To uh, and if you like ice cream, the Sunday Sunday mix. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. One <laughs> yeah. of those. One of them. So. Um, we look at it. I'm like, we'll get ice cream. We can get ice cream. We we'll just point at the picture. They know. They'll get us. So go to the. Oh, okay. We go to that. We go. Oh yeah, I forgot about the language barrier. No language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So get again. Remember, no language. Yeah. So I go to the barrier. I'm like, hello. Can you get one of this? Yeah. Point. I'm pointing my hand to the wall, pointing to the yeah. Sunday yeah. chocolate Sunday. Yeah. So the lady gets it. Uh, Ten dollars, whatever. Gives her. Um, gives us the Sundays, but there is no spoon. Oh my god. So now you need to figure out how to ask where's the spoons are. And also, let me give you context. There is no smart... Well, there were smartphones, but I don't have one. So I don't have Google Translate yeah, to kind of yeah. translate yeah, things. Yeah, Just trying to set up the yeah. context. People are like, oh, let's translate it. Uh, nowadays, it's a bit easier. But I go to the girl. And this is funny uh, in person if I do it because you're going to see it. And I'm like, I point to the Sunday <laughs> and I go with my hands like... And gesture like eating yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, spoon. I'm like, yes. And that's, and that's how, how the I learned spoon. the word spoon. <laughs> <laughs> that's I just so look good. at my brother. I'm like, how are we going to ask him? What is this called? Yeah. And we couldn't figure it out. So we have to go and play like how a deaf. That? A like, deaf like. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, do like a mime. <laughs> yeah, like a, Can you eat it? Anyway. Yeah, so he's like miming, like miming, getting like scooping ice cream out of it. Exactly. <laughs> of Sunday, it's yeah. just a gesture. And she gets it. And just trying to kind of. S- it's funny because people actually don't understand when I say no English. So that's how, like, the level of English I had. Yeah, like, that's me. a good way to explain it. Exactly. Like, yeah. literally not, not much. Anyway, so we go back to high school. So I moved to high school. Um, I start still getting bullied, but I stand up for myself this time. I'm a bigger boy. I've went through worse through Syria, so I can deal with little, yeah. little uh, couple of dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> so a couple of slaps in there, here and there. I managed to um, kind of stop the bullies and kind of become – a cooler kid at school and kind of um, yeah, this is the transition integrate that. integrate yeah. really well I guess people start making start making friends with people and then um, eventually at year 12 they run for school captain so, so sorry so how long like how long so what year did you join alright let me put some years actually right yeah like 212 um, 212 I came to Australia and pretty much 212 I joined the um, IEC which is the intensive English centre mm-hmm. And then I think I did like two terms there and I moved to the high school. So and but no, so and then you're directly into year 12. Into year 11, like year 11 and then you go into year 11 and year 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know the way it's combined here is weird and they didn't want me to oh, go yeah, to year yeah, 12 yeah. straight away. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm here missing already on a year. Yeah, I so I, I'm, can, I'm, I can imagine how annoyed you were about that. I was really annoyed. Yeah, yeah. I was really annoyed. Yeah. And that's a, that's a part of things that kind of I look at now and, and it's kind of annoying. But anyway, I miss a year. So yeah. I go two terms in IEC, and by I think two thirteen, I'm in I'm in uh, year eleven doing high school, yeah. right? So you go through eleven, um, you're trying to. That's a whole year where I kind of built up 
friendships and kind of relationship with people. Eventually, in year 12, they do the school captaincy. Um, mm. What do you call it? Um, but you're 11th when you started, like when you really pumped learning English. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. So uh, the transition actually happens like in year 11? Year 11, year 12. Like yeah. I think the both of them. Look, the teachers were amazing. The teachers have helped me so much. But also, a lot of it were just like building the confidence of just speaking out loud, yeah. saying the words, getting corrected, getting yelled at, getting laughed at. But it's part of the part of the process, right? Part, part of process, part of yeah. part of doing it. Sucks, but yeah. So eventually, uh, <laughs> eventually, like the school captaincy comes around, and um, I get asked to make if I want to be part of it. I'm like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. I like think part of the like voting. Part of the voting, like yeah. be be a candidate. Yeah. Presidential candidate. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, the underdog. I can see that. The underdog. Yeah, I see that. Go again. for it. Anyway, yeah. I go for it, and people start telling me. I go against this guy that was there since like year seven or year yeah, eight, right? Like some popular kid. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't popular, but he was there. He knew more friend, more people than I knew. Yeah. And um, this one guy goes like to me, uh, bro, not even bro. He's like, do you think you're going to make it, man? Like, no way. No way in hell you're going to make this. You're not going to be school captain. Like, really? George's got it. The guy's name was George. Yeah, yeah. Like, George's going to get it, bro. No one's going to vote for you. Who I'm says like, that? Some asshole. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, bro. Don't worry. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see about that. We do the speeches. So everyone does their speech. I was shaking when I was doing my speech because, again, not much practice. I mess up some word, but I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. I'm still... What, is your speech? Like, what are you talking about in this speech? You say, like, why you want to be and how, what are you going to represent and what are you going to do to the people. Yeah. And you're speaking to the students as well. So it's like your cohort. So they know you. They don't even give a shit about what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah. eventually the voting comes in and then uh, I get called, like, couple of days later or whatever day later i get called in the principal's school i mean principal's office yeah. and then as i'm leaving that guy actually is in my class the guy that told me oh don't worry about it george's gonna get it don't even bother what are you doing you're gonna lose right what do you mean you're gonna, like you're just he was in my that class that one subject that we we're yeah, doing yeah, together yeah. he was sitting in this like a yeah, couple yeah. of yeah, yeah. seats away from me anyway someone comes like i'll go our principal need you go up to the principal and then da -da -da, her and this uh what is it called your advisor Go like, yeah, congratulations. So you're the school captain. Whoa. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And this moment sets up a streak for me to kind of follow through. Like, yeah, it like yeah. sets up a big push for me to kind of start trusting in my, start kind of believing in myself, trusting the process, understanding yeah. the way that things can go. Yeah. I go back to the class. I go in and I go to the guy. Guess who is your school captain? Yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> that was again. Yeah. Another you're great addictive moment. And I like it. Sorry. Yeah, you're a vindictive dude, and I like I'm it. like, yeah. bro, you doubted me. I'm your school captain now. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and I tuck meant your shirt in. Tuck oh, your yeah. shirt in. Get out. Um, yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm st I'm I was still nice to him. So I just like gave it to him. I'm like, guess who your school captain is? Yeah. Me. Yeah. George is vice. Oh, George. I love George. George yeah, is George's a nice guy. Yeah, George's yeah. nice guy. George, vice, yeah. vice. He's vice yeah. president. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing doesn't do anything. Should listen to this George story. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but um, it, was, it was a great, it was a great moment. So after a year and a bit of being in the country, of actually a year and a bit, yeah, he kind of managed to be a school captain. It was a huge, huge mm, achievement, yeah. right? I love that, dude. And then we go through the process of going through E12. And here, you're such an overachiever. 
you get into this school in Syria, right? The principal doesn't even want to let you in. And you fucking pump the, <laughs> pump the test and, and, and like mail it to her with a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> I did not do that. I did not do that, but yeah. And then. In a more metaphorical, <laughs> metaphorical way. <laughs> and then you come here, you yeah. get put into the English Learning Center, right? Or whatever. Yep. Go into this high school. School captain. Dom, 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 yeah. dom. Yeah. yeah. You're fucked. You're such an overachiever. All so, right, uh, I look, it's. I genuinely don't think I'm an overachiever. I think I'm just so hungry yeah. for like opportunity. Then once I'm presented the smallest opportunity, I make the You're best taking, out of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I've got like probably two chips on my shoulder, and you and you know that because yeah, you know yeah. me personally. Yeah. But like, I just put in the amount of I have. It's not that that I have a choice. Yeah. It's like me and me and like let's say me and the other people that were born here started the race. And I rocked up to the to the to the starting line, and they're like, "Oh, these guys have started already, like ten years ago." Yeah. So, start running. Yeah. And you get to start running all day long, and kind of try and catch up with all these kind of things that you've missed on, or like all the disadvantage to kind of yeah, overcome yeah. it. And 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 it's part of that. It's part of the understanding that the opportunity comes once, and you get to work really hard to to kind of achieve it. And and um. That's what I've been doing. So maybe I'm an achiever, but it's basically a byproduct of my work yeah, ethics. No, like I think. You're not, you're not, yeah, yeah. That's that's so. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm not. I, I, you're not an overachiever. You're in exactly as much as you should be achieving achiever. Like you're achieving exactly what you mean to achieve. Great, great one. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying, but yeah. I'm just trying to say because usually, like, um, I don't associate myself with like being like extra, extra bright or like super intelligent like you know what i mean like you meet some yeah, 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 you meet some you guys that are like super intelligent super yeah, yeah. talented i'm like i'm an average guy that works extremely yeah. extremely hard well that's like not average you know what i'm saying yeah exactly yeah. well i'm just saying like yeah, yeah. the abilities the like the, the kind of resource that i've been given yeah have been actually if anything be- way below average yeah. way more disadvantage yeah. advantage and you just start managing to kind of look at the positive in every negative moment and trying to make the best out of it yeah right so essentially, that's kind of the process. So uh, I go through year 12, and then um, I study my ass off. Dude, the motivation that you have is just incredible. Study my ass off yeah. with my best friend. And shout out to Dennis. Shout out, Dennis. Dennis is Dennis Kush Nagugi. All right, nice. There you go. There you go. Did well. I'm not even going to try. No, 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 don't even, don't even yeah, try. Yeah. Um, so Dennis was um, my, fir- my kind of my first friend from uh, the IEC because he was a migrant too. Yeah. He migrated from Kenya, yeah. and we became just best friends and went through uh, IEC high school together, and so cool, and man. just went through uh, HSC. So we studied really hard together. Again, we had different subjects. I wanted to be an engineer. Yeah. He wanted to be a nurse. Yeah. So he was doing his subject. I was doing my subject. And um, I changed my mind last minute, and uh, I decided that I want to be an architect. Yeah. So it's still doing the, all the math, physics, engineering studies, English, um, and all the subjects. Yeah. Um, I do well, and then I managed to get myself into a double degree at UTS. Yeah, this is just incredible to me. And this is where, again, yeah. another, another like, like, now you're looking back at it, like this is the, the moments that I can see, like, I can connect the dots looking yeah, backwards, yeah, but yeah. back then, I did not even imagine yeah, yeah, these yeah. things happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of so, course. So I get into a degree called yeah. Bachelor of Design and Architecture. Yeah. And a Bachelor of Creative Intelligence and Innovation, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a double degree at UTS. And um, here I start again because 
if you think high school was hard, if I thought high school was hard and I thought like, oh, there were some bright people, you go to uni and you meet like the extra bright, yeah. the, the extra edge, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people on the edge, the people from private high schools, yeah. the like super, super achievers, the 99.9995, 98. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. These guys are the guys I'm like kind of have to deal with right now. Yeah. Or not deal with, like kind of. Um, yeah, that's compete. what I was about to say. Like, I speak English, grew up here, and this and that, and I still didn't get into architecture straight after school. So I don't know what the <laughs> fuck, uh, you know, I don't know how the <laughs> fuck you pull this off. But anyway, keep going. <laughs> so I, fucking I unbelievable. Kind of <laughs> 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 All right, Andre's a bit annoyed here. Yeah, anyway, yeah. go. <laughs> He's not liking it. Uh, no, I love it. No, no. I fucking love it. Uh, so you go to. to, go to um, university and it's kind of a new different world right yeah again my english is better but my english is still developing it's still a yeah. work in progress i can't see like this i can't imagine this as work in progress right yeah so i'm writing essays i'm doing architecture <laughs> and you know how architecture yeah, is yeah. so demanding yeah but um first year i think first semester i was somewhat an average but i was putting a lot of hours and people could see it but eventually i caught up with like majority of them of the people yeah. right by second year i was like what when I think about it, like, did I just cut you off? Because no, I'm, no, I'm no, doing no. that. No, like, no, I'm just fucking, do I'm it. cutting all over the joint here. Do it. But um, when I'm thinking about it, it's funny that like, see, architecture is one of those degrees where it's like, um, I know you need to write like all the essays and shit. Like, yeah, trust yeah. me, there's like, I hated that as well. But it's actually one of those degrees that's kind of well regarded, but also doesn't like it, you can the main median of like um you know translating your ideas to someone else or like describing yep. your ideas is like drawing and stuff you know what i mean so that's yep. so interesting like like you uh, at least you have a bit of an edge for the fact that like you know what i mean you're yeah. just as capable as everybody else in that sphere which is super cool so i can imagine you catching up pretty quickly to the rest yeah, of the cohort exactly. yeah so that, that was that was that was yeah. That was that was definitely a point, right? Like it, it is you mainly do through your drawings and through your yeah. Sorry, your other mediums. Yeah. But also, you still need to present your idea and stand up there. Yeah. Talk about it. And that's why you're so good at doing like the speeches and diagrams and shit. Oh, diagrams. Yeah. Yeah, I like, think so. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Yeah, actually, right. Maybe I don't even know. But um. Eventually, like, like it's I get you. I get your point. But it's not like I'm just doing law, right? And I'm writing like... That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Or like medicine, reading like fucking like the, all the definitions again, of like if, these crazy... if I crazy, did, maybe yeah, yeah. I'd be like super, super good at that. But again, I, no, had, that's pa true. I had passion for that's architecture, true, actually. right? Yeah, I had yeah, passion yeah. for architecture. So I did what I had to do for this degree. But also you had to stand up there and present and get like acad academic telling you and talking to you yeah, with yeah, it's juxtaposition and, <laughs> and, uh, da -da 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 and all the big words. And like, yeah. whoa, it's going on here. Yeah, everyone calm the hell down. Uh, everybody calm down, please. Yeah. I am struggling. Yeah. And then you had to write um, some essays, of course, and you had to do your portfolio and write your ideas. And ha and all that's hard. Like yeah, it, right. it takes people maybe an hour to write their like description of the idea. It took me like four yeah, dude. But I had to do it. Took I had me to like, like eight. I'm Think about that. I'm fucking just I'm <laughs> all over the joint when it comes to the writing. No, you're just uh, perfectionist. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, keep um, going. Again, and then, yeah, you'd write this down and you have to be careful of your spelling and all this other stuff. But eventually, I managed to kind of catch up with everyone by second year. And that's then incredible. here is the big story. See, that's hilarious. Like, you go to, you go to, you go to high school. 
you catch up with those motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You go to the thing, then you're behind again. Fuck. Boom. Yeah. You catch up again. What of it? And I know you, so I know where the next, you know, where the next year takes you. And I'm Gene. Oh, I wish people could see your face. Oh right my now, god! Yeah, actually, because it- I wish people <laughs> could see your face right now. He just did the most excited, like little boy face I've ever seen in my life. Go, <laughs> tell the story. All right. So, uh, second year comes in uh, in uh, of my architecture degree, and then that an email comes about this uh, scholarship yeah. called Made by the Opera House, which stand for. <laughs> multidisciplinary Australian Danish exchange program and it's basically a program that's kind of um, again it explains it it's, a, it's an exchange program between De- Denmark and Australia and it's all about um, kind of rekindling this connection of Fjorn Otsen <laughs> you're, nearly, you're nearly gonna fall off that chair oh my god I'm too relaxed anyway go <laughs> you're gonna fall again oh, alright you're gonna fall he's like just tilting his chair and he's gonna like, flip and I'm just gonna laugh um, anyway, so it's all about <laughs> it's all about rekindling the the connection of um, the Australian architects and also the yeah. Danish architects to kind of yeah because um, I heard that relationship soured after the opera yeah house opera house yeah. but kind of to bring the Utsin um, design principles and kind of his legacy back into the play. So um, because I love the opera house and yeah. taking it back and because yeah. it's a place that I used to visit multiple times multiple I've visited multiple times yeah, during like, my, my just years just to give you guys context he fucking like at lunchtime he wants to go look at the opera house yeah that's yeah, great yeah. I love the, the opera house yeah yeah it is I the best I agree with you that it's the greatest thing I've ever seen that's, it's 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 the best and every time you go you see something different yeah I know every time it. you go every, you just yeah. take different pictures and different yeah. and fall in love every time regardless yeah so there was the the, the, the scholarship um bad the opera house so I'm like maybe I should give this a go I think I can give this a go Again, I doubted myself a little bit because I was still my second year in architecture. Um, I was like, oh, should I do it? I'm like, I'm just going to do it. You know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it. What's gonna, what I got to lose? Some hours to put in a portfolio. You had to put in a portfolio, an application, and some references, and all this like, yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, you got a little bit of time here and there. You got some yeah, time in your hands. Yeah, yeah. Boom, yeah. Boom. Th- did that. Put the application through. Um, the, funny, the funny fact that not many people know is... Um, the application was due at 7 a.m. Yeah. In the morning. So I had been working at night. Yeah, the classic. The classic because it yeah. can't fit time with yeah, work and everything. For those of you that don't know, like, if you're in architecture and the thing's due at 7, you're printing it at 6. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A.m. And you're not sleeping. <laughs> Wrong culture. Yeah. Anyway, um, to kind of give context, I was working here, studying, and kind of um, trying to help, of course, the family while kind of studying. So, like, there was no time. There was not much time on hand. So it had to be a bit of a night thing, right? Yeah. Anyway, I'm ready by like 2, 2 a.m. to kind of uh, save this file and send send the no. PDF, right? No, no. This is worse. What happened? You are only allowed to upload a 10 megabyte yeah. file. My file is 200 megabytes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I panic. Yeah. And it's 2 a.m. Yeah. Did you go to smallpdf.com? Shout out. We're sponsored. <laughs> no i didn't yeah. it couldn't compress it because my files were too big yeah. and for people that don't do architecture they wouldn't know indesign but like i, d- I wasn't too good at indesign either yeah, yeah. so i'm just like panicking what do i do hits 4 a.m and i'm still haven't been able to get it to 10 megabytes yeah. so i'm like you know what i'm just gonna go to sleep let this go let this go what but then good old alka kicks in he's like no yes we can't do this yeah like we can't do this. This isn't the alcohol that I know. Go and make a coffee. Yeah, yeah. Come back and finish your submission. Sort the fucking submission. thing out here. Submitted six 
Yeah, I can notice. Submit it, go to sleep. And then a uh, couple of weeks later, they call me. They say, oh, look, you made the cut for the interviews. Let's go for interviews. I go for the interview. And as I'm going in, this guy is coming out of the interview. And it's this master student. His portfolio is literally 100 pages. Yeah. Mine is six. Like a little paper what bag. What do, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, because you have to delete all the pages to make No, because I was a second year architecture but student. How the fuck was it 200 megabytes? It was just big drawings. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Leave me alone. Yeah. I, wasn't, I didn't know yeah. what I was doing with my yeah. files yeah. back yeah. then. Yeah, that's so funny. Cut me off some slack. Right. Anyway, it wasn't six pages. It was maybe like 12. All but right. this guy's yeah, like okay. a full book. Uh, for the story at six. Yeah. For, for the story at six, <laughs> and he had a fucking Bible of a, of a portfolio. He did actually. It scared yeah. me. Because like, yeah. he had this like, massive portfolio, and yeah. he walks in, was wearing all black and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Scary shit, like <laughs> classic architecture uniform, yeah. and I was like flower. I was I don't know what I was wearing. I don't even know. I was I dressed nice. I was dressed nicely. Yeah. Anyway, getting to the interview, and this is the funniest thing ever. You're gonna hear, Andre. You're gonna love this. I don't know if I've told you this before. Anyway, the interview. They speak. They speak. They ask me a question. I think I'm doing well. This one lady asked me some challenging question. What do you have to bring to the table as second year architecture students? Like we have some master students here and there. I answer. And then yeah. the guy, one of the interviewees, was like, oh, so uh, you consider yourself, uh, and he said a word, and I'm going to say the word now because I know what it means, but back then I did not know what it means, right? Yeah. He says, oh, so you consider yourself a facilitator. <laughs> and I was like, in my head, I was like, what do I say? I don't yeah. know what the fuck he's saying. So I took a pose for like a second, yeah. and I was like, this is my answer, I swear to God. I was like, um, I guess so. I guess you could say that. <laughs> I did not know what yeah, this guy yeah, was yeah. telling me. <laughs> Dude. I guess so. <laughs> you got away with it. I, got, I guess so. Yeah, and when I left, I called mom and I was like, uh, look, um, nah, don't even worry about it. Like, I think I effed it up. Because oh, I didn't yeah, know what yeah, this guy yeah, even yeah, asked yeah, me. Yeah, and yeah. I said, yeah, I guess so. Maybe he said, are you an asshole? And I said, yes, yeah, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know That's what I said. so funny. So you think you're an absolute fuckwit, do you? Uh, uh, I guess so. <laughs> uh, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. So okay. I do that. And I'll leave. I'm like, nah, mom, you know, like I tried my best. Didn't work. It's all right. Anyway, I'm at uni. Yeah, I get a call. Answer, hello, it's Alcott. Yes, it is. This is um, XY from the Opera House. Would you like to say congratulations? You've been selected. And I go, no way! Like literally, Wait, go, no way! It's like, yeah, I'm like, oh my god! And I was like, start jumping because you hot. Took your shirt off. I've done that before when I've got good news, like sweated and just like taking my shirt off in no, the middle of the street. No, I don't know what I don't know what you're on about. No, no, did not take no shirt off. I was right. jumping. Okay. The classic uh, Hollywood movie jumping style. For joy. Jump, yeah, yeah, jumping yeah. off. Clipping your heels. Yeah, down dub, the street. Dub, yeah. yeah. Uh, great moment. Like I still remember that vividly because that's such a like a big, big thing for me. And then eventually, um, they end up running a story about about that whole thing. Oh yeah, plug that. What? Yeah, like what is what's it in the financial review or something? What the uh, fuck is that it's in? It's in uh, Sydney, Sydney Morning, Morning Herald. Herald. Sydney yeah. Morning Herald. Type in Alcaraz Sydney Morning Herald to get a bit of you know the story. So, yeah, like the bit of extra content. Bit of extra content. If, yeah, if you exactly. like the story so far, Do go that. visit. The, yeah, go read the article. I mean, there's not much that's going to be in that article that's not here because we've just covered we've just covered so way much. more. Yeah, of course. That's but the best part about this long form like conversation. Thing. Exactly, but I think um, well they run the story about. Um, this refugee kid 
that has now has gone a, got a scholarship by the Sydney Opera House yeah. and is going to Denmark. Oh, that's a, such a good story. And then I'm at work and I'm here working at McDonald's. Um, uh, yeah, I wanted to introduce that earlier, but I didn't want to cut you off. No, it's all right. So like all the way through uni, I was working at Macca's. Yeah. Yeah, but so even there, dope. even there, what? I was an overachiever, as you would call it. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> but yeah, like, he's not just working at Macca's, he's working at Macca's, then he becomes the manager. <laughs> I became the manager. Like, yeah. I don't know where you were, where you fucking come from, but you're an alien from outer space because <laughs> I don't know how you're managing to do all this shit. So I'm a manager at Macca's. Conjure way into not having to make burgers and shit, just walking around. Flipping burgers. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Flipping burgers, making the best burgers ever, best yeah. customer service. So if you came to Macca's <laughs> while I was there, you were getting the best stuff ever because I was there. Anyway. Yeah. No, um, did my best. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm at work. They run the story. I get a call. They're like, uh, look, there's someone from um, ABC Radio want to interview you. That's hilarious. I'm like, oh, I'm at work. They're like, look, just jump in on the, f- just on the phone. You're going to be live. They're going to ask some questions. Anyway, do that while at work. Perfect. And then, like, half an hour later, another call comes in. It's like, can you make it at 6 o'clock at ABC? I'm like, what is it? It's like, you're going to be on the news. You're going to get interviewed live. I was like, holy shit. Holy fucking shit. And you can find that as well. If you search Alcarol, I think ABC interview, you'll find my interview. Is this ponytail or Alcar? Me with a man bun. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that man bun Alcar. God damn it. Yeah. Anyway, um, that happens. I go. I am nervous as fuck, man. The English good now. like Better? Yeah. I fuck it up. If you listen to it, you'll listen. I fuck up word. Lo- you know what? I'd love to see it. I'm going to see it. If I have time, I'll link it in the video. We'll link like it. if I have okay. time, I'll put it in the in the thing right now. Okay, ready? Yeah. Right now, I'll put it in. Oh, okay. And then now we're back. We're back yet? Maybe I might not do that. He might not do there's that. A, there's a big chance I'm not doing that. If not, I'll put the link in the description. I'm to gonna force him to do it now. No, I'm not sp- doing. He's put excuses now. Like I'm not doing that. No, you're not doing that. I might, I might do it. No, no, we'll get up. We'll put the links anyway. Regardless, anyway. Yeah, either way, the links in the description. So, well, I think apparently I, I messed up the. I don't remember exactly now, but I think I messed up the word cliche, and I say something like a cliche or something. Anyway, I must have some word. Classic alcar, you know, keep it original, yeah. authentic. Yeah. Um, but that kind of gives me a really big coverage in the community, and kind of. Puts me in this light spot, which is um, both a huge blessing, but also a bit of an ops, a bit of a, a problem for me, be- right. because um, I take this very seriously, and I take that people now look up to me, and I have to kind of perform. Yeah, that's, that's very you. That's very you. Perform. Yeah. To kind of inspire the next generation of the migrants coming in. Wow, dude. Right. You've taken a big weight on your shoulder here. I have. And you know what? Like, not cutting forward, but knowing you today, I think, personally, that you're fucking fulfilling those roles. Like, you're filling those shoes perfectly. I love you, man. Thanks yeah. so much. Like, yeah. I love you. Like, I don't know you're, much you're about nice. the Syrian community, but I, look, from what I can tell, yeah, like, you're killing it. Thank you. Yeah. You're, doing you're a, a legend. Good job. You're a legend. And, like, you should continue to do a good job. I'll keep doing my yeah, best till the day I, I drop. I believe <laughs> that you will. Anyway... All right, so, so this is the moment where you take on that responsibility. So I do take that responsibility on and kind of become this uh, person that's highly viewed or highly regarded within the community, just as a person that put in the work and kind of tried to achieve whatever they achieve. And again, remember, I'm like ni- 19 here. Yeah. 19, prime of my stupid youth, time. Yeah. Stupid time, youth time. Oh, that's so true, actually. Yeah. Like, 
This is the time where most kids like go off and do fuckery and like, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. But you, now at 19, right in this phase of your life, take on all this responsibility as like a, uh, like a role model. Well, if you want to say that, yeah, exactly. Um, and again, I think even before that, I had already, of course, I've, I've had my share of fun and I've done really fun stuff, but I've always been responsible because I've always realized that I've got, my future depends on me, it's in my hands, but also my family depends on me to kind of be the best that I can be and I can kind of give back to them and provide to them. And I owe my parents a lot and my sister a lot of, like, especially my parents, I, I owe them a lot of, um, things they've they've sacrificed pretty much their lives for me so i had to be the best i can be and i'm still trying to be the best i can be so i can provide for them and make sure they live the best life they can yeah. anyway thanks brother um my brother um ash ashuru well the best guy ever yeah. um he's had my back since like day one so uh big shout out and he's been like uh, a great supporter of everything that i've done and uh been a great as well uh support of me and of course support of the family so me and him pretty much and a great ally a great uh, great ally yeah i love him and it's just uh me and him are pretty much su- pretty much support the family yeah. and kind of um it's and it's a big it's a big responsibility it's a huge responsibility actually for two people that are starting from zero yeah. and have this responsibility of take care of other people as well yeah. anyway back to the back to the story so I make it, I take, I, I take, get the scholarship, I make the news. Um, now I'm going to schools, right? Speaking, speaking about my story to inspire other kids. And I love this part because finally I can see myself doing something that is helping other people, right? And um, yeah, volunteered my time here and there, went there, did the speech, did there, did the speech. And I really hope I've inspired people. I know I have. Many people have reached out and, and like, asked question or, like, uh, followed me on social media and still do. And um, kind of... So I try to keep up with that kind of image and that kind of brand of just being the kind of uh, insp- inspiration to, to, to other people. So, um, which is really hard. But ev- again, I think it's been the biggest blessing because it's put me in this, again, this situation of always trying to do the thing to the best i can so i can achieve the best i could do so eventually um i end up packing my bag Mm. and getting sent to denmark for like a program which lasted uh wait 12 weeks 12 weeks three months three months pretty much no wait six uh, again i don't quote me i I might might be wrong for a little bit of period of time two to three months let's just say that two to three months um the really funny part here andrea is like I step back for a little bit and kind of go back to Syria. They're like, Syria, Alka, right? I'm like, dude. Like, you're doing that right now? Yeah, we're doing it that right now. Yeah. But I did it then. Oh, you did it then? I'm like, yeah. dude. I thought you meant you were thinking about it no, right no. now. No, no. I could have never, ever dreamt of what's happening, of like getting wow. to uni yeah. and stuff, of coming to Australia, going to uni, and kind of being able to be where I am today. Um, to even see myself being sent to Denmark on a scholarship. Yeah. What is going on here? Yeah. Right? Um, and we go, and I go with, with the five Australian, um, with the four other guys that got, se- guys and girls that got selected. Yeah. And we go there, we do our exchange, I do some traveling, and I come back, right? Mm. I come back here, and here I land a job at um, an international architecture firm. <laughs> Shout out to 
Grimshaw Architects. Yeah. Um, well where actually I start working and again I start kind of proving to proving myself. Wait, wait, and again from the like and again started from the bottom. Uh, yeah, started from the bottom. But now here. Yeah. Where were we? Oh, yeah. Still doing diagrams. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, no, it's all right. No, okay. no, no. Making moves, making moves. Yeah, yeah, but like, um, it's funny. That's another like, it's another step in the chain. Like a big international company for, uh, to be the first place that you work in the industry. Exactly. This massive international corporation that's pumping out buildings to a scale that like, uh, like uh, most architects don't get to experience for a while. It's been crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I worked on my, my my first project that I worked on was the Sydney Light Rail. For the people that know that, of course, that project is a huge project. Impacts thousands of people's life on a daily basis, right? Yeah. Commuting and doing yeah, stuff. How cool is that that you That's the that? best thing ever, right? So yeah. you, now you see it, you walk past it. It's amazing. Worked on many other projects. Essentially, you start grow, kind of developing and growing into that role. Uh, finished my architecture degree and then did my uh, creative intelligence and innovation degree while uh, doing it simultaneously. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. doing it simultaneously. And here, um, we get to do something called a capstone project, which is pretty much like a, a big project that you can kind of work with different people. Um, ended up landing a kind of a, a partner, which was Google, right? Yeah. So me, me and the team, me and my team, or the team and I, ended up um, becoming like kind of uh, sponsored by Google, and Google was like kind of supporting us through this semester. Which is amazing again because then we were so we were so good that they kept us for the whole year instead of just six months. Yeah, so they kind of sponsored us for a whole year. So technically, had a placement at Google for like a year. Did some um, innovation internship at AMP innovation team. Bro, I didn't so know like, about this. Really? Yeah. So tell me about that. So that was like part of the the course. We meant to get find a Scott. We meant to find like a um, an internship and do it. Yeah. And uh, I landed one at AMP. What is AMP? AMP is like the the financial institute. What are you doing there? Huh? I was doing the um I was part of the innovation uh team, right? Yeah. And pretty much they they were for them they were innovating some stuff with the financial industry and I was just like helping and just How kind of interested were you in that? I think I was interested because like like knowing you like you 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 follow the markets you follow the stocks and that does That's that good. come from there? Or Not really, no, no, that doesn't come from there. But I'm just like a you know me I'm just like a creative guy that loves solving problems like I think yeah. that's what I enjoy. Yeah. Like you're a fire put a you're a fire, you're the fire fire yeah. fireman you're with a fire department. huge rock Did you say rock fire department? Yeah. Oh my god! All right, something like that. Yeah. So I love solving the problems. I just love uh, being able to kind of creatively go through issues and and kind of solve it. So there as well, they had some not problems. Again, I wasn't doing much. I was interning, so I was doing all the like small little things. But just being exposed to the culture of innovation, uh, user interface, uh, experience like uh, UX design user experience yeah, design, all the yeah. stuff. Anyway, great. Then did up kind of, um, again, then after that, we did, I did the Google thing, tried to kind of secure a gig with Google. Um, things fell apart because of some um, structural, what do you call it? Um, not structural. Uh, yeah, managing structural move, like the CEO what do you mean? that was interested in us. Oh, there was like a restructure. Yeah, the CEO that was interested yeah. in us moved to the domain. Yeah, yeah. And he was a guy that I was like, had connection with and he wanted us to yeah, be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, then the new CEO kind of didn't want to fund this kind of project or this program. Wow, so it kind of fell through, which is yeah. a shame because I think the idea we had was really, um, really solid and working on something meaningful. Regardless, um, went back, did a full year of architecture, still at Grimshaw, of course. 
and um, currently doing masters in architecture yeah, so and working, yeah, and working full time. Yeah, doing masters full time. Right. <laughs> yeah. So during the pandemic. During the pandemic. Yeah. And managed to be on three hundred and twenty days of straight workouts, All right. no break. All right, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> All right. Plug it. AR challenge 90 days. <laughs> no. the Instagram. Huh? Instagram. No, no. The Instagram. That's a private Instagram. I'm keeping <laughs> that for myself till later. But you can go to my own Instagram page uh, and yeah, find okay, find out no. more. But um, no, no. Essentially, what I'm trying to say is I'm just still in that. What I'm trying. I wasn't trying to brag. What no, I'm trying to say dumb. is I'm trying to. That's funny. Yeah. I'm trying to just like project what I've, what I've kind of, what have my journey has led me to be. Like this guy that. Wants to achieve and wants to kind of always perform with with the with whatever we have. Because yeah. as much as it sounds, I've achieved so much to people. For me, it's like still the tip of the you, iceberg. You, you, you're right. You're just on the way up. The um, story's just begun. It's story just beginning, and, and and all the work that I've put in has led me here. But I need like triple that work to get to where I want to get next. And yeah. it's just that kind of understanding. When and that's what I laughed earlier when you said you're always like the beh- like behind, right? Yeah. You move from, from yeah, Syri- Iraq yeah. to Syria, you're behind. Yeah. You move from Syria to here. Yeah. School, you're behind. You're yeah. in uni, you're behind. And now, even when you're like starting... No, like, not that like, that's makes it sound bad. Like, no, no, no. You start no. behind, but then you fucking catch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not you start behind. You catch up, though. You fucking take over. Exactly. It's not like behind, like you're just like falling behind. But it's like you start from... Like, let's say a race. Like, people already start running. And you've... You're kind of... Like I said before, you arrive there. And people have to start running already like yeah, 20 yeah. minutes earlier. And like, yeah. like, all right, you're going to start run. And then you're just going to have to run, catch yeah. up. And try ex- uh, and kind overtake, of exceed, overtake, exactly, and yeah. win. Um, but um, my race is always with being with myself, and that's yeah. what I love it. Like, I yeah. tried to compete with who I was yesterday and kind of just be better and better. And um, it's, it's, it's funny, it's funny. It's like, it's like now that I'm kind of push, trying to push to the next level, and you know, you yeah, know yeah. me yeah, the yeah, best yeah. out of everyone. Yeah, yeah. So already many struggles and many issues have been facing me to kind of trying to progress to the next level. And they're byproduct of um, yeah. the immigration, byproduct of moving to the country, um, byproduct of, of growing up in a war. All those aspects are still, till this day, affecting me. Because people th- look at my story when I talk to people, they're like, oh, you've made it. I'm like, no, no, this thing, for people that don't know, still affect me till this day. Like, it's not a thing that I got over after three years. Like, it's a thing that, it's ongoing and maybe it's going to affect me till like, the rest of my life yeah. but i love it like if yeah. i had the chance of restarting my life and and god tells me where do you want to start it do you want to like be born in australia i would actually say no i want my own life because yeah. the person i am today was made through all the obstacles and all the challenges yeah and all the hard works and hard yards that i put in has made me the person i am and i actually can't be proud of who i am and again of course i've got my own flaws and I'm, i work on them yeah. but I've I've overcome a lot and it's it's uh it's been a crazy journey. Yeah. Well that's the clip. Wait, some water. Like that's the clip. Oh. Like <laughs> listening to that live, like that's the clip. Really? Yeah. Nice. Fuck man. So like I think, you know, that's almost two hours. Damn. Um I wanna wrap up. I have one specific question. And Go for it. it's a question that I always ask everybody that's like, you know, immigrated to Australia. And I've asked you. I know I've it. asked you before. Go for it. But I want to get it on record. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What do you think about Australia? All right. <clears throat> like, I, I kind of answered that when I said I didn't know much about it yeah. when I came here. 
But after traveling and after living in different oh, yeah, countries... Is that what you thought I was going to say? That, that question. Yeah, that question. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Okay, so a question that I also ask all the time is, um, what did you think about Australia before you got here? Yeah. But I already knew that Alcard didn't <laughs> fucking know anything. So, like, to answer that question. Do you, like, what, what do I say? What do you think about Australia? What do you think about yeah, Australia? Yeah. I, I, I genuinely think it is the best country, like, the best country ever. Yeah. And Sydney being, for at least for me, because I live here, being the best city ever. Like, I've traveled around... I lived in many countries. Yeah. And there's nothing like Australia and there's not like Sydney. Like, so multicultural. People are so nice. Yeah, I say it all the time. I love this. People place. are amazing. Yeah. Weather is great. Yeah. Opportunity everywhere. Yeah. Um, yes, we've got some stuff here and there, but they minor. Like, yeah. in the grand scheme of things, when I see people complaining about things, I get annoyed because I've, I've been through so much and I've seen, seen so much. I'm like, that's just the first world problem. Yeah. Whatever. Get over it. But Australia is, I think, their best country. It's like, it's like, I um, love that. That's like, I knew the answer to the question. And yeah. I just wanted to get it out of here. It's, it's just like, it's, it's amazing. I, I've read this somewhere. So this is not my quote. So you can't quote me. It's like, um, it's like Iraq is my like mother, Whoa. which you don't get to choose. You just get oh, yeah. to be born, to be kind of be given birth by, by your mother. Right. And she's your mother. So she's what it is. And I, I love, mother. I love, I love my mother, which is Iraq. Yeah. Right. But then um, Australia is like your wife. You get to choose yeah. who you marry, right? Yeah. And I want to be here. Yeah. I want to live here. And you got a 10 out of 10. Yeah, a 10 out of 10, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm citizen, by the way, so yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been citizen oh, for yeah. like a while, yeah, so well, don't, don't call me. Like, what do you mean? I vote. <laughs> I'm just checking it out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, because people get this like idea that just migrants stay migrants. Like, no, bro, we transition yeah, eventually. Like, yeah, yeah, citizen. Citizen. yeah, yeah. So I'm a like, citizen you can now. A house here. Yeah, I go. <laughs> you can start a business. I'm, I'm starting yeah, a business, yeah. and I'm buying a house. Yeah. So uh, that's on the that's on yeah, the that's on the way. Yeah. But uh, what do you call it? Um, like, yeah, I choose to be here. Like, if I had the choice of, of well, I do have the choice of traveling anywhere and, and yeah. living in any other country. But I just think Australia is the best country ever and at least for me sydney i'm in love with it and yeah. i don't want to live anywhere else all right and um yeah well fuck dude perfect thanks for coming man man my pleasure I'm um you know what we got to do like like we said at the beginning of the thing like we got to do the assyrian episode we got to like you know what i'm saying oh yeah we gotta we're gonna bring we're gonna the gonna political party like, isn't it gonna, <laughs> like i said i got three interesting friends like <laughs> you're gonna be on episode see like you're gonna be on, <laughs> yeah, you know what i mean you're gonna well, be on, yeah well also if people like it they're gonna have to tell me reach out Reach out to me. Oh, right. If you've got any question, yeah. reach out to me. I'm like the easiest going guy. Yeah, like... Reach out to me. Tell me if you've got any question or any comments or anything that I've you've listened that you might like or didn't not like. Just come back to me. You can reach out to me again. Andre's going to put it in the description of yeah. my social media. Yeah. Alka, A-W-K-R yeah. dot R-U-E-L at yeah. Instagram.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jump yeah. on Instagram. Hit me up. Let us know. Share this around. Because let's support this guy. He's doing a great job here. Wait, what are you, what are you just taking over the show? Here? I'm taking over the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking over the show because yeah, I can yeah. I can be the host and the... Yeah, close it. Close. I'll close it for you. Let's let's share this around. Um, if you like, this, if you like the, the podcast, like and subscribe, of course. Share it around for everyone. For <laughs> yeah. I love this guy speeding me lines from over there. No. No, that's not for now. No, follow Darkside Architecture on Instagram. Uh, you know, watch that space. It's coming soon. Um, what else should I Love plug? It. Plug uh, Rule Studios on Instagram. Uh, Those are our two emerging uh, yeah. architectural yeah. practices that are coming. Yeah. They're still under construction. Yeah. And they're coming, but they're going to come strong. Oh, they're coming in hot. They're coming in hot, and yeah. we're going to have a lot of collaboration in the space. So, um, 
if you loved it, if you loved it, uh, hope hopefully you've kind of uh, enjoyed this podcast, and hopefully I didn't go into too much of a big rant. But share around, not for my sake, but also for sake of supporting this guy. Um, he's starting his podcast, yeah. and I love it. What he's I love what he's doing here. So uh, let's just give him some support. He's a yeah, great guy. You're the best, man. All right. Love you. Yeah, sick, I love you. Take care, everyone.